0: And redo the whole thing. Dang it.
1: What up? Welcome to your morning drip. We're trying this again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna pretend like this is the first time. So uh yes, I am your host, Ronan Rock. We have special guests in the building. Hong from Kim Jong Grilling. Hey, what's up? Um Hi. How's it going? Good, good. Uh so I'm I'm gonna teach you microphone techniques. Just put like a fist in front of your face and you're good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh sad oh, thing is I learned good. that from uh Joe Rogan. <laughs>
2: Uh, we have
1: we have the whole entire same setup. He didn't
2: invent that though.
1: No, he didn't invent it, but you know
2: that's a good that's a good rule though.
1: You know you just gotta watch your enemy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> dude. It's
1: it's the best. Um, so welcome to the show. Thank uh, you for having me. Uh, you're an asshole because you've been a fan uh, from the beginning, or you at least watched and made fun of us from the beginning. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's 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 perfect. We need we need the roasting. Right. um our our lovely uh second co-host who was supposed to be here today that told us at like i don't know like ten thirty eleven o'clock last night like, yeah man I'm sorry we ain't, I ain't gonna be here tomorrow
2: <laughs> he's got a big day coming up though
1: he does he does he's day. he's doing uh his his first shoe release with adidas um
2: that is so inspirational you,
1: his life is inspirational, but at the same time it's annoying. Because oh, it, yeah. it's like, how much do you have to trip and fall your way into success?
2: Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's intentional. Like, yeah, I'm no. like, Yo, all right, so
1: you were the janitor that stood up here and became the shoe designer, but you left shoe design because you wanted to go. You didn't know this?
2: Whoa. Rewind a little bit. He was the janitor.
1: He was the janitor at Nike. And then he. And then he became.
2: A shoe designer.
1: A shoe designer. Or I uh, was it? Uh, it's not. Technically a shoe designer, but something along it's something within that terminology.
2: He upgraded from being a janitor uh-huh. to where, wow.
1: Oh, so uh can you can you look up the uh the wet floor dunks, or I'll actually I'll send it into the to thing. So I'll show you his first shoe, which is hilarious because I'm guessing you can get the wet floor dunks. What it's modeled after since he was a janitor.
2: Wow, yeah. Wow, damn, that is inspirational.
1: So. That's why I have to say, within him doing his shoes, um, that it is actually his first Adidas release because he's already done a Nike release. Dang. He, you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna make this our uh, our our shoe news for the day.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that,
1: that damn
2: that is that's that's dope.
1: You, you do you want to be more depressed about it?
2: I mean is. I mean he's so young too. I mean like yeah. that young. Oh.
1: <laughs> I love giving him no shit. Uh all right, so I, I put it in there if you if you want to bring it up on screen. Uh the thing that's gonna make you uh and here, I'll just put the link with it. I'm gonna make you more uh more depressed about it. Because I'll show you how much they're going for on StockX.
2: Whoa, really? Yeah. Oh my god. So Wait a second.
0: <laughs> Cuz it's supposed to look like the wet, <laughs> floor, wet floor sign. <laughs> <laughs> are so, you serious? So this is the wet floor
1: sign. Can you uh can you click on the okay, actual so. link that was right underneath it? He came up
2: with this color. Uh, man. Yeah. It, it it's it's it it gets more
1: hilarious <laughs> once once is- you see how much those are going for. <laughs>
2: What is it like working with Ian? Do you think he just always like brings it up? Because like, he clearly was just like, oh, finally I get to design my own shoe. I think this is. The and then he's just just like, here you go, guys. Here's my shoe. I, remember, remember, remember this? Remember what the. F-? Ian, I don't feel bad for you at all.
1: That's that's not the most that they're going for on, on just on the top of Google. What I see that they're going for is the most at Flight Club for almost five hundred dollars.
2: Oh, my God. That's uh, inspirational, mm-hmm. man. I, mean, I, I tried to bribe his nephew. <laughs> I was gonna try to bribe his employee or his team mm-hmm. in there to see if I can't get a pair of the Adidas ones because there's no way I'm waiting in line. I hate I hate walking and I hate waiting. Yeah. So like I'm like. Oh. Wait, do you do you, you see? I hate walking. Yeah, I hate walking and I hate waiting. <laughs> there's a there's a backstory to that statement. Oh, please yeah, tell. Okay. Yeah, just go so, ahead and like, tell us. <laughs> All right, let me give you an Ian story, and this is a very embarrassing for me, but a very hard lesson I had to learn, okay? Oh, God. So, <laughs> I, I, I am not, like, I am not young, and yeah. I will not, and, like, when the protests were happening and everything else with the George Floyd thing, mm-hmm. right, um, I'm just sitting there just doom-scrolling everything. Like, I closed my shop for the day because I was like, yo, Portland just needs, like, to, like, get some sleep tonight. You know, like, this is not good. You know, like, shit's on fire, you know? Yeah. But, and I was like, but I gotta do something. And like, this is where the walk comes in. I'm like seeing all these people like protesting, walking. I was like, yeah, I'm no, I'm not doing any of that. I was like, I'm not gonna walk, I'm not gonna walk. I I'm already not-
1: don't like to walk. I'm yeah, not gonna walk yeah, and I'm get not, I'm not walking shot direct. with tear gas. I'm not
2: gonna walk and like be a walking target. Fuck that. Yeah. And so I was doing very well because like I reopened after like the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. And like a, a lot of people remembered, man, like I, I just gave away food to uh service people and stuff and so like honestly like our venmo and like we were busy you know and so one of the things my therapist was like hey man like and i was like dude, I've got oh a- shout out for therapy oh dude i love uh, the whole thing i was talking to my therapist about this whole thing i was like dude i don't know what i don't even know what to think like i, I don't know how to help i don't know how to help mm-hmm. you know and he's just like well you know you have options i mean, obviously you said you hate walking you're not gonna go march but you know i'm sure if you look hard enough you'll find other ways and then somewhere on i don't know if it was in the news or whatever because like people were i didn't i don't know if 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 Ian and deadstock the entity was like having people gathered here mm-hmm. and then marching out right yeah, and I was like, damn dude Ian's just i didn't I didn't really know Ian yeah right? so I was like, all right, I mode is dead stock mm-hmm. venmo is that De- dead stock a hundred bucks, and I was just like yeah just keep, keep up keep going, man you yeah. know and I, I felt it felt good at the moment, and then Ian was like, "For what?" And I was like, "For, for what?" <laughs> I was like, "Damn, this dude must hate everybody." And then, but then I thought about it, and I was like, "Wait a second, when you, when I, when this, when these things happened, I was just like, it could come off as one of two ways if you my money to somebody out of the blue that you don't know." And then I was like, "That is really performative on my part. What do I do?" And it really made me internalize a lot of, like, what was going on. I was like, so what do I do here? You know, like, what do I, like, what, what option, that option dead-ended really quickly, right? Yeah. I felt really embarrassed, and, and I don't think Ian even knows this, but I was like, fuck, man, that made me think on this whole different level of how to help.
1: All right, I'm, I'm going to say this to your helping. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so there, there's the thing of white guilt. Within, yeah. within trying to help where it's like, um, here are my reparations <laughs> I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't i don't don't yeah. I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing, but here's my reparations check, I hope you make it out okay, right, and then there's hey, I want you to continue on, yeah, I don't know exactly what you're going through, I don't right. know exactly what you need, but let me help you continue going yeah, on, yeah, and that I feel like is more so what you're doing and when I see people of color help people of color out yes. I feel like that's that whereas yeah when you when you have white people it feels like it's guilt
2: yeah it's it, and, it, and it's 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 wild because like because when that happened right like the first thing when when everything went down I was just like all right there's a few businesses that are black owned that I literally were just like just kept an eye on mm-hmm. and I was just like all right because I you know like if you remember right like my cart burned down you know like somebody burned my down what wow you didn't know this
1: yo my i'm I'm gonna tell you this my algorithm on all social media platforms does not like the people i like it shows the people that i dislike or ignored or annoyed by gives me all damn day every five minutes but anyone that i'm like yo i fuck with this person i want to make sure this person i got to go through and be like let me look up your name. Yeah, all right, okay, it's been a couple okay, of weeks. Okay. Let me like all okay, the photos. But, yeah.
2: Yeah, so a long time ago when I first opened in 2009, like, I won Food Truck of the Year, and then my food cart burned down, seriously, that night. So I couldn't even take advantage of, like, all the press I was getting. Because back then, like, food press wow. and winning awards and stuff like that, that was a big deal. Like yeah. It's not like now. Like, now I, did, I literally did, like, seven episodes on Food Network, mm-hmm. right? I thought I'd get, get super busy. Ooh, seven I thought I'd get super busy. Mm-hmm. No, wrong. I do a post, I do a meme roasting the office. Mm-hmm. Three thousand hits, three thousand likes. Busy shit the next day. Yeah. It's different now, right? So anyways, the reason why like I, I kept it like like I think Keys, Trap Kitchen, Erica's, um, were the first three that come to mind. Dead stock, especially, mm. and I was like, "Dude, I hope, I hope, I hope there's not, 'cause you know, like Oregon's red as hell outside. So I was like, "I hope nothing happens to them, like that I went through, you know, yeah. cause like it, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's a horrible feeling, you know. I
1: I remember us being at Feast, yeah, and you won.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: And I was, uh, and, and, and no, no hate to any of the white cooks, especially my, my homegirl that makes white or, or makes uh, hot sauce, uh, mm-hmm. Sarah. Sarah, that, yeah. That's, uh, that's my childhood best friend's sister. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Mo- more funny thing about him, he's now the director of Jesus and Mero.
2: Whoa
1: yeah okay so i'm yeah. like All so right. wait 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 you're directing the the black late night show yeah. and then your sister is cooking hot sauce yeah i take the influence points from this situation you took some <laughs> of my blackness and yeah. you put it into the things that and you, you, you did just literally plugged
2: <laughs> it away what does that feel like that must be awesome uh, I mean, yeah so i was keeping an eye on that stuff but like i said like ian was the only one that like wrote me back just like for what and i was like i thought you were like gathering people and then i was like oh Maybe there's other ways I can support, and well, that really opened the door for me to like support in different ways, right? So like,
1: well, to to let you know, mm-hmm. the the gathering people mm-hmm. of the, the that was
2: me. <laughs> Oh fuck! See, I didn't have then though, man. <laughs>
1: don't don't worry. I I was the one person that was like, not don't give me money, but I am not going to advertise for money in the protest, right? Right. Because right, right. I was in the thick of it, dude. No, I
2: know. I I know now. I I you got know, but-
1: I got I got shot at twice
2: i remember you telling me that <laughs> oh man that is awful
1: got got shot at t- twice uh talked a couple of snipers off a rooftop you know just 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 the regular just stuff the regular stuff yeah really it was boring. great uh my my, my my definitely my favorite thing that happened during the protest um was uh i got like fed up with some of the the personalities within the protest
0: right but yeah. i got
1: asked to help and i was like yo who's gonna be there and they're like, oh, such and such and such and such. And I'm like, all right, cool. But those are the only people that are allowed to because I was doing the sound truck. Right. Those are the only people allowed to be on the truck. They're like, No no problems. Obviously, someone that wasn't on that list right. showed up showed and up. got in the truck. And the best thing in the world is this person, like the cops show up, we're all trying to leave. We can't go anywhere. People are ducking behind my truck to not get shot at by the cops. Oh my God. With like, you know, the beanbags and the rubber yeah, bullets yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So, my car is just getting pelted with everything. Oh, no. And, and as we're like getting away, we're finally like getting to the clear area and everything else. But the cops come up and rush. And as they rush, this dude out of nowhere is just like looks dead in the cop's eyes, no further than from me to you. And he's just like, fuck the police. Oh, man. And, and then the cop just was like, I got time today. Yeah, got time today. <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and just ripped everything that I owned out oh, of the back God. of the truck. And had to like drag it for like I don't know like thirty feet. That sucks. No, nah, no, that's a, that's a horrible lie. We we went three city blocks. So however however long that was, yeah, yeah the cops wouldn't let us stop.
2: Oh man, that's uh-huh. terrible. Yeah. yeah, that that's that whole thing like that whole thing during that time like this this past two years owning a business and or even even trying to be an entrepreneur mm. of color like it it, it changed everything because like all of a sudden. And, and I'm just, this is very revealing of how my life is right now mm-hmm. is that I, got, I get inundated all the time with like racist stuff, like not in the fact of like towards me, but more of just like I keep seeing this stuff, I keep seeing the attacks, whatever. But then inside because I recently stopped drinking and, and getting really high, mm-hmm. and I don't have that crutch anymore to forget. You know, like, all of a sudden my memory started, like, really coming in. Yeah. And then it really made me hyper-focused on a lot of my relationships with a lot of, a lot of white chefs. Mm-hmm. And a lot of white chefs now, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't think we can play together anymore. <laughs> and, like, and it sucks. It, it sucks. It sucks because, like, I, in one hand, like, I want to be able to work through these certain things, but then I'm like, but if I'm always the one doing the work, I'm always calling you out. Do you know how exhausting that is? I don't think I don't think white people understand like how exhausting it is to be like, oh, bro, dude, no, yeah. like you can't do this anymore. Yeah, I told you again like yesterday about the same time when you treated this person this way. Mm-hmm. Like remember that time I told you like, not every Asian uses soy sauce. <laughs> you know like do we, Wha- do we have to have? Those can you please make that on a shirt? Dude, I had this one shirt. Okay, this is awesome. So this is like my younger years. I had this one shirt that said, MSG only kills white people. And whenever I would wear it, I wore it. And people were like, they they, they wouldn't say anything to me. Right?
1: I, I don't think from the Asian community at large, we get those kind of shirts or those no. kind of statements no, no. from no, you the community. Get the, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah.
2: And then, but my girlfriend at the time, she wore the shirt out. And she's like, you're almost gone of like nine fights. So I can't wear this anymore. <laughs> May I, I like, ask what race like, she was, was? I was like, was, oh, she was white. I was, like, was, I was like, was it from, like, other Asians? You know, like that? But she's like, dude, everybody hates this. And I was like, all right. I was a little bit ahead of my time on that shirt. No, mm. I, I, but, think, you know. I think
1: that that would have been, like... Uh, uh, the 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 fuck the police or or fuck white people, but it would have been the the Asian flavor oh, yeah, of yeah, doing yeah. that. So yeah, only Asian people could
2: wear it, dude. It would have been awesome. It would have been amazing. It'd be like it, it'd be the same thing she that Sell like five of them
1: shirts. <laughs> oh no 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 yeah. no. But, but yeah. we got a very large Asian community out here. But it's yeah. it's a very diverse Asian community yeah, yeah. out here, and people yeah. don't realize that because yeah. I don't you don't, you don't know this about me, but just just to drop a bomb hmm. on you. Um uh, I grew up from a black single mother and mm-hmm. so like I had a lot of families that like adopted me and took me on oh, as yeah, like one yeah. of their extra kids and it just so happened like 90% of them were asian really yeah That's like awesome. in in at my mom's house where she lives right now in Milwaukee mm-hmm. all of her all of her neighbors are asian yeah and it's like I dated this girl I right. I, I I took this girl to prom these people brought me the the popcorn christmas tin every oh, year and everything else um but no like I've I've been I've realized a lot through that especially within like the Filipino com- uh, right. co- uh community and it it's always weird to me the the not just the hate but how the stereotypes are are used against the Asian community mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like next to white people the most liked however you want to oh, fucking yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and yeah. it's always the thing, like, because I had a conversation with some homies, basically being like, they're like, "Yo, like, why are black people treated like this?" Da 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 da. And I was like, "Well, have you ever thought about it? Like, within the Asian community, mm-hmm. why they're uh, within certain situations more accepted by white people within stuff? Like, you know, it's like, hey, we got we got the smart Asian kid. Yeah, yeah. We 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 got the 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 Asian athlete. We got X Y yeah, and Z. Yeah. But Within that, I was like, you know, they have a better home base.
2: Yeah, I think that that home base, though, is like, you know, the, the similarities between, like, the black community in America and Asian communities, I think the one base that they have that nobody talks about is the family. Your mom whoops ass.
1: Family and chicken.
2: Family and chicken. We do fuck chicken up. Yo. But, but black moms, Asian moms, mm-hmm. like, Oh, the tiger mom mentality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the same it thing going across. The same thing going across. So it's not, it doesn't surprise me to hear that like you are able to like interchangeably go through. Right. I think one of the craziest, one of the craziest things that I watch from afar now is that a lot of Asian culture <clears throat> is being adopted by, by the black community. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Like, you know, we're just talking about anime and stuff and whatever. And then you start, you start, I started realizing, I was like, man, there's so many interchangeable things between both of our cultures and our upbringings here that yeah. it kind of makes sense on like, if you, if you, if you, if you owned America, mm-hmm. right? And you wanted to keep it a certain way, but you see all these different things mixing, but you start seeing two things mixing a little too hard, Blacks and Asians, mm-hmm. it, it could be dangerous. Like you could not own this country soon. You so, know what I mean?
1: So with you saying that, it's mm-hmm. weird to me that, like, if you go to New York or L.A. or any place like that, the black and Latino community are like this. It's even, you know, right. uh, Afro-Latinos or uh, yeah, Afro- yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever it is. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, but you have those mixtures. But in reality, mm-hmm. the mixing of cultures is way more heavy between black and Asian communities. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. it's the thing that's like even hip hop like eh, back in the day, like you know we just still don't have like a ton of Americanized uh, Asian artists in the rap game. Right. But the whole entire b boy game, the whole entire dancing scene oh, has yeah. been taken over by the Asian yeah. community. In like, and I mean that like in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't aim yeah, no yeah. shot to me. <laughs> um, but it it's um, that's always been a dope thing, even within the like the sneaker. Basketball, whatever you want to call it, culture of things has been such a, a coming together between Asian and Black cultures, but it's always right. weird because they always try to pit us against us.
2: That's where I think we're not focusing enough on. Mm-hmm. Like the question isn't like it's not like I said like I said earlier. It's not like like I've realized it's like people aren't racist. It's not like white folks are racist. It's that you're not white. <laughs> And it's and, and 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 the reason why I say that is because when you like outwardly when I've said this to people and it's inflammatory as fuck when I'm like yo dude that's you're racist or that's or that's racist mm-hmm. people instantly go, like, whoa 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 dude I got like all these different friends I'm like all right, calm down dude yeah what if I said it like this I'm not white so my credit score can't rise above 750 like yours can go to like 850 and then they'll think about it you know. <laughs> But I think, like you said, like you you're on the you're like we should be focusing more on just like wow that's tight like you're right, b boy game this and that like the biggest band in the world BTS mm-hmm. you know like they started out as like a seven piece hip hop group
1: yeah, dude e- even more than that the the modern day boy band however you want to look at it mm-hmm. is taken from New Edition and the Jackson Five yes like, like, yeah absolutely that absolutely. that whole entire scheme thing I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there and I, I know I'm gonna get someone's gonna steal this idea but i do tribute night i do that dance party
2: oh yeah and, yeah, I, and yeah,
1: i've been yeah. being like yeah we're gonna do a k-pop night
2: oh my god you have to do a k-pop
1: night. and i'm just like I, I i not only want to just do that in the sense of like hey this is gonna be financially sound because this <laughs> many people are gonna love it yeah. i i, I want to do it because i i want to be the black guy on stage playing k-pop music and them yeah. being like That's not what that's supposed to look like. Right. Like, that's either supposed to be like... You got to normalize it. Yes.
2: You got to normalize that shit. Yeah, And
1: and it's the same thing that you think. BTS was the first one within McDonald's to get their own meal package. But what did they do right after that? Or sorry, Travis Scott was. But then they Mm -hmm. went, Travis Scott, and then they went to BTS. And then they're going to go back and forth between that. But Megan Thee
2: Stallion had the Popeyes collab. Yes, the the Sweetie Sauce, yeah, 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 and
1: everything else. Like, that's the thing is that... Our communities drive so much of what is niche and niche yeah. to what's going to become the new consumer thing. yeah like it's crazy, but at the same time, like I, it destroys me and I think it's because we both come from and, and correct me if I wrong, mm-hmm. we come from warrior people. yeah no absolutely. and we, come we from fighters 100%. and we come from like a tribal mentality that those rules are still a part of our fabric of who we are as communities now yeah it's
2: yeah i I think also the we're also the cultures that have both cultures are like on a timeline way closer to that like we haven't had it this good ever mm-hmm. we've never you know what i mean and that's the thing that like that's the thing that sucks like i said this to somebody the other day and they were just like almost in tears like and i was like yeah dude like you know i worked real hard to get to my privilege like i own my house I live in a predominantly white neighborhood on the side of a fucking mountain you mm-hmm. know like and honestly like i worked really hard for that and i earned I and mean, I, I really did i feel i earned my privilege you know and people were just like that's wildly different way of saying it like what but saying that like i have a savings account like because i think historically both of the cultures have been are way closer to that warrior culture of like mm. having to eat to survive or hustle to survive or whatever and like
1: and having a sense of honor about whatever you're doing and having a sense of
2: pride in your work it's Mm -hmm. not just like handed down like because if you constantly hand stuff down you're just like oh yeah it's just my dad's company i just happen to be the ceo that's way different than this like i was the janitor and now i got a fucking sneaker drop (laughs) yeah can you get the shoe off the screen yeah you know yeah that is just it's just it's just daunting but but you know what i mean yeah it's 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 overbearing (laughs) yes but but you know what I mean? Like, that is that to me is, like, what we should be focusing on. Cause, and, and, and I think with media, it's very easy to manipulate. Like, because I, I, I see a lot of Asian media, like, Instagram outlets, and just, like, another, another attack, another attack, another attack. I'm like, guys, why don't we do, how about we do another collab, another collab, <laughs> another collab? You know, like, it, it, would, it would change my day, it, you know?
1: Is it not weird that from a white man going and massacring, uh, a, a group of Asian women that all of a sudden the media turned it into black people versus Asian people. Dude. I,
2: I'm,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm like, am I the only one that no, like no. saw it's, that? Well,
2: so here's the thing, right? Like, so that particular case, there's a lot of different media outlets on it. It mm-hmm. was like, but in America, of course, when they got the white one, but in Korea, right, when they got the quotes from the Korean women, they were just like, no, he literally said, I'm going to come in and like, fuck up all these Asians. Mm-hmm. And he did, and he did that shit, you know, and like, I don't, I know this, (laughs) this sounds weird, but I think it's kind of forward progress that it has, they have to be this blatant to flex a racist point of view. It sucks to say that, but now it's just like, y'all ain't going to win anywhere else like you have you like you are forced to do this shit but you know, i feel like, like
1: it's like the the low-hanging fruit from them it, it's like the it's alley the, the alley-oop or the layup of being like yeah yeah yo Agreed. uh how are Agreed. we gonna spend this so they don't sit up here and take away our guns and do x y and z yeah. uh all right what we're gonna do is we're gonna make it black people's fault yeah. all right cool sounds yeah, yeah. like a great idea yeah Let's-
2: it's like like you, you call it the low-hanging fruit i think it's the only fruit they got now
1: yeah uh so within the, within the protest stuff coming back around, because hmm. basically we're talking about the Asian hate. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, And it within the protest, there was so much infighting between different communities, and I would say that it's only on the really? left. Yeah, okay. oh, really? Horribly. It wow. was like. Hey, you ain't showing respect to the gays. You need to shut up and sit down. Oh, you're not showing respect to the Native American community. You need to shut up and sit down. Oh, you're not showing oh, wow. respect to women. You need to shut up and sit down. And then the, like the final straw of it was, and it's it's only funny now because Dave Chappelle points points out, it's like oh. You're not showing love to the trans community you're not sitting up here doing x y and z you need to shut up and sit down and now we're stuck in this point of being like well everyone has to shut up and sit down so who's allowed to talk who's allowed to to get up and it to me at one point within the thing i I just came to realize and it's because i did actually we when i did Mm -hmm. this painting angela davis was uh she did power to the people yeah and and i was just like when we say black lives matter or asian lives matter or trans lives matter we Make other people feel disregarded, but if we say power to the people, everything is dead. everything. Yeah. No, everyone knows who we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. And I started to, to say that, and it was the quickest moment of me realizing how people take a narrative, because literally the yeah. next day, like social groups started saying that and taking it into right. a different context. Right. And I was like, this is nuts. But when I now think about it within the situation, uh, the situation of Asian hate, like I, I think about it this way I'm like. So all these other groups got targeted and Asians weren't amongst that during the protests. Yeah. Like and now I see that they're trying to make this like Asian people have always been persecuted. I've always, always I've always, always. seen yeah. but it's always it's it's the same lens but in a different tent.
2: Yeah. That's a, yeah. Yeah, that's a very poetic way of saying it.
1: And I I'm like <clears throat> Yo, do you know what it what it must be like that you that and I can very easily say this because I've I've grown up with these people like what what it's like to sit up here on any kind of service industry like. In the in the sense of service industry, like of being like uh, any bodega, any cleaners, any anything that's like that kind of service yeah. where people can like spit on you, but it's yeah, like yeah. if I own a hundred of these, then you're gonna be like he's a fucking genius, right. the George he's, Jefferson thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, yeah. and so like uh, it was it's just a thing that like going through those roles of owning a business when in mm-hmm. any kind of business you're in you're in the service industry that the way that people talk. To you and speak to you and the mess up stuff you, they say to you, and you oh, were talking yeah. about this also earlier. So I want you to yeah. speak on this, like with within the mask mandate and people getting mad at Asian people, like you did yeah. this, but at the same time being like, hey, can you please wear a mask? Yeah, please talk please about talk. that. <laughs> so
2: like, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, like, some of your posts lately. Yeah. Some, P.S. Th- nice job getting to ten thousand. Thank you very much.
1: Even though you had to buy a couple of them. I didn't buy it.
2: <laughs> I was the one that bought it. Someone you the else bought one it. One bought. The best part is like the message I got. Because I put it out there. I was like, who the fuck bought me 400 followers? Yeah. The best part is like this person revealed themselves to me through, through the messages. I was like, all right, first off, you eat for free for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Second, thank you. And, he, was, and he, he wrote, man, he was just like, no, just keep doing those fire-ass posts. Mm-hmm. And he's like, plus, he's like, 400, he's like, 400 followers isn't going to change the algorithm of where you're going to show up. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, that's dope. So I've got some big, and at least you got other agents to buy for the post because it's, it's all folks from India. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. <laughs> it's actually beautiful. It's like I was going through, I was like, who is, who are these people that are following me? And I'm like, damn, they all look good. Okay. <laughs> um, but I think, like, I think, like, a lot of times, though, like, I'm going to wheel this back, like, the Asian hate thing does. It stings and it hurts, but I think when people see it, there's a sticker shock that's there that isn't with any other culture. So, you know, because people are just like, holy shit, dude, my, my fucking hairdresser's Asian. <laughs> How dare they? Or like, oh my God, dude, I've been going to Kim's dry cleaning this whole time. And like, man, I should do something. You know, I'm like, yeah, well, just keep supporting businesses. Like, we're used to this. Yeah. Like, we've been used to this. Like, there's that, There's a. There's a photo of like when the Capitol riots happened and all those idiots stormed the Capitol building, and like it's a dope picture because it's an Asian guy, with a dustpan, cleaning. Right? It's a Korean, guy. <laughs> and like people were just like, how stoic is that? This and that. The other, I'm like. Dude, you fucking morons! Like, do you don't understand how many times this probably happened to this guy? (laughs) Do you understand like how many times like we've had to just clean up broken glass? We won't say anything. Oh yeah, we'll just do it. We'll just do it. White people
1: complaining about broken glass. That Asian people's got to be the most hilarious fucking thing. thing. I'm
2: (laughs) just like, dude. Did we not learn anything in 1992? It's like, like holy shit, you know? It's like as much
1: as you guys have sit up here and stereotyped us within like you know whatever jobs, kung fu movies, everything else. It's nothing but broken glass. We've been yeah. dealing with this for fucking years. For like, years. calm the fuck down. Yeah,
2: forever And, like, so, like, a friend of mine, I have a lot of, like, chosen family in town. And we both grew up. Like, I grew up in northern Virginia, like, right outside of D.C. So, like, oh you couldn't. God, you and Ian. Ian grew up in Virginia, too?
1: Isn't it two up, two down? Oh, is it? it yeah. Am I, am I wrong about this, Marcy? Yeah, I think you did is two up, two down. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, V.A. Something that's funny about the two up two down thing is that kids in Vancouver will do that, but they'll call it vape nash. Oh my God. All right. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Ian, where the fuck are you, man? Jesus. Anyway. So in Virginia growing up, like I always had like a jilted history lesson. Like I actually <laughs> I talked to somebody out here about, about racism, civil war and stuff. And then, I, and I was like, actually it was about sovereignty of states. And like, wait, what? No, it was about slavery. I'm like, Oh shit! I got brainwashed, Buck. It's like that's because that's what they teach you out there. Like, oh, sovereignty of states. So we can just set the price of cotton and this and that. I'm like, but who was picking the cotton? You know, like, that's the history that I got, right? Yep. But the fucked up thing is, like, my friend brought this up. He's like, dude, it really wasn't that far away. Like, somehow social media warped our time. And he's like, so you know, like, things are progressing. We just we're just hyper focusing on little things. And he's like, just remember, he he brought this one kid we went to high school with who had like longevity is runs in the family, but they had like a great, great grandfather Mm -hmm. and he was like a child that was born right. Like right at the end of the civil war. And I was like, Holy shit. Like these motherfuckers had like Confederate money and shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh damn, I guess you're right. It really wasn't that long ago. No, at all. I can't remember what
1: comedian said it, but it was like, that was just three people ago. That was just yeah, two yeah. people yeah, just ago. Two
2: people ago, it's so true. And like, so with the Asian hate thing, I feel like
1: not not really with black people because you know diabetes we die young. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, the time is different. Timing
2: is different. Timing is different. That was two white people ago. That <laughs> was two white people ago. Two white people ago. Five grandmas ago. Five mm-hmm. black grandmas ago. But yeah. again, like I think with this whole Asian hate thing, it's like I, I, I hate saying it like this, but like it's it, it has to be shown. Right, It constantly has to be shown, and the more that we see it, the more, you know, like, like everybody learns things differently. Everybody gets, realizes things differently, and right now, this is what we have to keep showing to people, that things happen to us, too. But is it a, you know?
1: is it a thing that, like, because the Asian community is, and it, it's funny because we say the Asian community, yeah. but there, there's so many communities within that, and I kind of learned this within oh, yeah. like my family, within the LGBT community. It's like, not all of us get along.
2: Oh, dude, we, this is such a long conversation. Absolutely, <laughs> be yeah.
1: like, not all of us get along. So it's funny that you try to lump us in yeah. into one major yeah. community because there's even black people within the Asian oh, community. Yeah. Be like, yo,
2: yeah. the Laos, the yeah. Laos
1: might be the niggas of the Asian community. Yeah, depending on yeah, a lot on- of them. A lot of there's a lot,
2: lot of pe- like I think it switches the more people find out where other people are from. Mm-hmm. Like, cause, come on, dude. Like ten years ago, people were just like, what's a Laos? You know what I mean? Because and then that, that title was that with, with Filipino folks. Yeah. Right? But like I've always known this is that Asian communities historically they don't really get along. Mm. You know, like it's it just, it's just it's just how it is. Like Koreans and Japanese don't get along. You know, like it, it was it's historically been like that. Only now recently, maybe it's just in my my experience. And I talk to my homies in LA about this a lot. Is this like no, 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 no. We're not going to keep continuing that. Yes. that narrative anymore amongst us like we have to help each other out and bring each other up mm-hmm. and and i have a lot of evidence that that's happening you know because like, like i like it, other koreans don't work with other koreans historically like back in the day it's just be like you got your dry cleaner i got my dry cleaner yeah right my family owns all these your family owns all those but now, like, with the newer generation, it's like, yeah, man, the Kims are really cool, man. Why can't, why can't the Hongs play with the Kims? You know, like, why can't we, why can't we do that? And then, But then on a, on a bigger level, especially in Portland, what, what I've noticed is, like, I was, like, I felt like the only Korean for a long time, right, like in, in my industry. But then, like, you know, you have other people popping up, like Richard from Matta popped up, mm-hmm. right? He got, like, one of the best food carts of the year, and it was a Vietnamese dude. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I got to go see this guy. And then he's just like telling me about all the stuff he's going through. I was like, bro, I'm actually five years ahead of you on this. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what you gotta do. <laughs> you know, like let let, let me try to get through this. Yeah, but but let's play. Let's 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 play together. Let's do this, you know? And then then I realized like what's cool about now is like there's no shit talking amongst other Asians in my age group or in my profession. It's always just like, how do we help each other out? Yeah. How do we amplify each other's voices? Oh, you got twenty two thousand followers, you can repost this for me. Yeah. You know, like shit like that. And that's I think that is now that birth and now that's being very nurtured and it, it, even in LA and even in LA with, mm-hmm. like with my homies down there like we we talk about this all the time it's just like yo like let's help each other out like you, you ever hear that theory that, that there could only be like one black person on TV like back then, oh, it, was yeah. like, it was like Richard Pryor then mm-hmm. pa- the t- torch got passed it was like it was like
1: Richard Pryor Eddie Murphy uh, le- then from Eddie Murphy I would say it went to Will Smith
2: it went to Will Smith and then from Will Smith like split right mm-hmm. like and there was, then there was like then there was like the the beast. I don't mean to be a dick about it, but there, there was a beast squad. There was like Eddie Griffin, and mm-hmm. the, you know what I mean. Like, and then all of a sudden there was more black folks on TV. But then
1: then there was a, the the capability of there being um, not black networks, but UPN and WB. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, it's yeah. like, we gonna invest in these black people, right, right. right? With that racist right, ass frog, right, right?
2: But 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 I felt like in the chef community, it was like that too with agents. It was just like, all right, like, and if you. I'll just go back to, like, so it's David Chang. Mm-hmm. Like, he did Momofuku and all that stuff. Everybody knows David Chang's He does show and stuff. And people are just like, oh, dude, hell yeah. Well, some of us are just like, why is it, why is it just you, bro? Like, bring us with you. Bring us with yeah. you. And then, like, on the West Coast, was, like, Roy Choi. And Roy Choi did, like, he invented that Korean taco. But what I loved about the Roy Choi thing is, like, he brought everybody with him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he really did try to amplify, like, way, he amplified Koreatown. Amplified the food truck community, and then and then like even here, you know, like like I was saying earlier, like you know, like I wouldn't be where I'm at without Bo Kwan, mm-hmm. who did Koi Fusion, and like I think a lot of people were just like, boy, hell yeah, boy. Korean tacos, Korean tacos, you know, what's next? I'm like, I'm next. <laughs> you're gonna get a short rib from me. You're gonna eat more rice. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a guy that sells rice. Yeah, you're gonna eat more rice, and then now it's like I'm hoping I I'm I'm stoked to see like more Asian like things happen and, and and i always make myself available i'm always like reach out to me like we may have never met in person but you, know, you can you can ask around i'll just be like hey congratulations on this you know my name's han like let's say and a lot of times it's like oh my god keep talking i'm like mm. no 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 no, no. That's, that's a that's a that's a weird thing like but if you ever need help you know like reach out to me like let's talk you know yeah because i want to try to build this community Dude, you know it, it's a hard thing
1: because i i recently realized after the protest i was like yo like i want to do better for our, our dj slash music scene yeah, um, yeah. but it, it's it's kind of the same boat where it's like mm-hmm. hey there's only so many black djs allowed or black performers allowed yeah. within the city you have to fit c- certain niches and stereotypes it's so infuriating for you <laughs> uh, well this is the thing i came up yeah. with and, and i was like yo the reason why i want to get uh the black djs and communities together is because of the, the colonizing owners, yeah, because that's because oh, yeah. any way you look at it, like even right now within the food game, like if if you don't go from like cart to shop, yeah, you have to have x amount of colonizing owners to sit up here and yeah. support you for you to mm-hmm. do stuff, oh, and yeah. then you become a part of these monopoly restaurant groups, and yeah. then you can't you gotta. You see, you see yeah. certain people becoming uh, Harvey Weinstein, and you can't say nothing. No, not me. Yeah.
2: No, not me. Yeah. Yeah, because well, I don't care. Because I don't give a fuck. You know, you know when I, I knew have.
1: I truly liked you. Besides us sitting in Gigi's house eating, eating, <laughs> yeah. eating crab, watching him <laughs> destroy <laughs> Top Chef. Yeah. Uh, the was when you had that Megatron. Uh, oh, that Megatron T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I still have like that shirt. A, I still oh, wear right. it quite yeah. often. Good. Good. Um, good. But like. I was just like, "Oh, this dude ain't like the rest of them. No, he's built different, yeah. and it, it's not even the different of being like. It's you're not shy. No. Uh, not only do you have tattoos out the wazoo, you sit up here and 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 proudly have your have your fronts in. Mm-hmm. Let let <laughs> Thank let you for calling them fronts. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so sick of being like, "Oh, you got a grill, Kim Jong grilling." I'm like, "Listen, <laughs> like." It's jewelry, mm-hmm. man, and call it right; they're fronts. Yeah. yeah,
1: And and so, like, it's it's the thing for me that like I've had like within being adopted by so many Asian families in my life, and so many different ones, like you know, yeah, Filipino, yeah. Japanese, yeah. everything. Um, that I feel more comfortable mm-hmm. in those settings, and I get those groups to a certain extent, even more than maybe my own. Mm-hmm. That. At the end of the day, like when I saw you, uh, I was just like, this motherfucker's built different. He 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 just isn't (laughs) he especially like even within the chef world and in in the chef game, like you know, it it's definitely becoming like cooler and more niche within certain people owning food carts to Mm -hmm. get into certain positions. But like you're before all that. Yeah. And even before being before all that, you didn't carry yourself the way that everyone else did. You weren't being like, all right, I got to get into PG park. I got to yeah. like, And shout out to both yeah. for getting to PG yeah, park. Yeah, no, totally. But like,
2: I think, you know, it's, it's funny you mention that. Cause like, I don't, I don't really talk about this that much, but like, I think one of the biggest things I learned is like, I did try to expand, right? Like I got into Pine Street market mm-hmm. and then, you know, like we took over 21, like uh BJ's concept or whatever. And like, Here's the thing that I realized about myself. It was a very valuable lesson. One was like, all right, I don't play well with others. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I don't like asking people for money. I also don't like being owed money, and I'm doing all the work, and I don't get the money that I deserve. Mm-hmm. Right? And then something happened in that whole situation where I felt guilty for making decisions in my own company. And I was really – and this was the smartest thing I ever did was like – Approached me was just like, yo, like let's bring Kim Jong Un to punch it. And I was like, mm, but that's all I have. And if I if it doesn't do well, then you're gonna take it from me. I always think that way. Maybe that's not true. It's probably not true. Mm-hmm. Earl and I have Matt cool. But I was like, we should make it something else. Let's make it kind of like this, but let's make it something else. Mm-hmm. So just in case, like the worst happens, you know, like I I still have saw I, my baby. I, I still have my baby. Yeah. I still have my food cart. Yeah. You know? so and and the worst did happen mm-hmm. and then um you know i got accused of stealing when really it was this i was paying myself for months of like food that went out that i never got paid for because like, i was doing all the because so i had to make sure everything was there yeah. and like you know when it comes to like dropping names or talking shit i don't give a fuck yeah. because of two things i've seen my bottom i've had kim jong-un burned down to the ground taken away from me tried to open a restaurant i lost everything i was the most depressed i've ever been your father yeah at one point in time, when I didn't have Kim Jong-un, I remember like looking at my, my daughter, and I was thinking about how I grew up. You know, I grew up with, without, without a dad, and I was just like, Art, is your future going to look a little bit better if I wasn't here? Because I'm kind of a sad sack of shit right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then when I got, and then I've seen my bottom, and instead of being like, oh, my God, I'll never go back there. Mm-hmm. I flipped the mentality. It just took a lot of work for me just to be like, oh, I've seen my bottom. I'm still breathing and walking. I'll come back. You know, yeah. like, and I weaponized that, you know.
1: I think that for every, you remember the, the MTV series Dear Diary?
2: I've heard of it. I never heard all right, it so it video. was just
1: basically a documentary series about, mm-hmm. about different famous people. Okay. Um, and the reason why I bring it up is because all those people, it goes through the worst point. <laughs> right before you break oh, and it, it, it was just like you know it's like Missy Elliott like or, or I'm trying to think of a good example it's like Lil Wayne you just got sh- you you, you yeah. shot yourself you did x y and z you went to oh jail you lost all this you came back you, and you tried to start over again mm-hmm. and that was the time it hit you went through four different like major life maybe this isn't for you right. moments for then, for you to break, and it's like you know, same thing with Michael Jordan. It's like you got passed up by the Blazers, yeah, to end up on the Bulls. And at the time, you could have been like, Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, crazy. yeah. It's like at, at the time, you could have been like,
2: Yo, fuck
1: it. Right? I'm not. I'm not really. Maybe I'm not cut from the same cloth as the greats. Maybe I. Maybe yeah. I'm not supposed to be here. But every time I get to one of those points now in my life, I'm like, This is from my interview of Dear Diary. This this is the yeah. low point that I get to talk about and be like Yeah, yeah they tried to beat me down, but guess what? They yeah. couldn't do
2: it. Yeah, and like, you know, like it's funny, like you mentioned like I, I don't I don't know man, like I, I, I like right now I don't I don't ever like our like the restaurant industry is kinda of, kinda of, to me in my eyes it's it's a little broken. Like we're in this like weird rebuilding phase. Like I I was actually talking to Gigi the other day mm-hmm. um, I was trying to Like I love talking to him Because I get really good advice from him But I don't think he realizes He's giving me good advice Because <laughs> he's Gigi um, Is but- he
1: quiet when he talks to you too? No No? No, it, no. He, he always laughs like uh, Like the Cheshire Cat or something to me When he's listening out He's like
2: <laughs> Oh yeah no, I think that's just his laugh I think that's just who he is Because I think like deep down inside Like he He's, he's like such a He's, he's a good person you know yeah. what i mean like in precarious situations happen because of fame you know like so you can't say th- certain things yeah then there's me i'm just like I, I i just really don't care you know i really don't like if, if a white chef doesn't like me mm-hmm. you know i'm just like well then let's talk about it where are you going <laughs> you know like okay you know that's Dude, it you
1: that, know that's that's a funny thing you mentioned that I I've dealt with so many situations where I've come out to be like hey this is either racist or mm-hmm. this is uh you're deliberately taking advantage of me because you realize I'm black and you realize my options are limited right, right. so like let's talk about this and every time I've had one of those moments of like let's talk about this mm-hmm. and put this in perspective it's a thing that every single time and I do mean every single time it it it's some like, yeah, I don't have to talk about this with you. Yeah, it, yeah it's it, that it's I'm it. I'm so above yeah. you and this. You you mm-hmm. know how easy it is for me to pick another black person or another whatever yeah. to come here and be this. Yeah, and th- that's why I gotta say, and 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 I respect the food hustle mm-hmm. because as famous as whatever the the group or the owner is of something at the end of the day they can be 5% of the personality of a business. Oh yeah. It's yeah, yeah. always going to be yeah. the chef and and just kind of like in the comedy industry, chefs now like at least within this city it's it's seeming like more so have each other's back. It's like, yeah. yo Yo, this person's yeah. doing this over there. Like, cause it's like you're not gonna eat five days a week at my thing. And yeah. if you did eat five days a week at my thing. You might die. <laughs> you, yeah. you 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 yeah. you you know, it and and it just turns into a thing that I love the fact that it's like, yo, go check this person out. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a picture with me at this person's restaurant. Yeah. Oh, we're going to sit up here and do a collab on something for a week long or whatever else. And then when someone like shuts down the game and like finally realizes it and cuz this is the thing I love once mm-hmm. again about the food industry. Uh it's like hey, I'm no longer going to just make the meal. I'm going to bottle the sauce and sell yeah. it to you so you can make it at home. <laughs> it's like hey, 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 yeah. you know what? I'm just going to sell you chili peppers, dog. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even and I, I and, and that's what Ian did. Yeah. That's what Nong did. Like there's so many people yeah. within the game that's like got to that point and I'm just like oh that's better than a Jordan. Yeah, that's that's, that's better.
2: The, the, yeah, no, it's true. It's 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 expanding into different markets and like I think, the restaurant industry. Like I said, like I was telling you earlier, you know, like there's a lot of there's some problematic chefs and I was like, bro, I can't I can't fuck with you, you know. And then they're like, why? I'm like, bye. You know, like better. Uh, all right, all right. You know? I'm I'm gonna be an asshole and I'm gonna
1: be very honest with you about yeah. something. And this is this is a hard thing and. Marcy, you can if you can just pop in and, and tell me if I'm being honest about this when I say this, because you, you at least heard it three times. So everyone says Portland is a foodie city. And they're always just like, you know, blah, blah, blah about the food, the mm-hmm. food culture and everything else. And I'm like, yo, Portland has good food. Oh yeah. But Portland isn't like a port of food. Like, you know, there's certain segments of type of food, like why I think you do so good within what you're doing. Mm-hmm. There's not that many yeah. of that thing out here. You can get Thai food out the ass out here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you be like, "Hey, uh, I want some Chinese delivery."
2: Yeah. No. 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 Well, go ahead. you tell me where where do you get your Chinese food from?
1: Oh, I mean, right, right across the street. To be honest, what's it called? Uh, yeah, see, uh you, not be not honest. Be honest. We're not a food city. Uh, I, I I I call <laughs> I call it the duck shop. Yeah cuz they just have the ducks in right. the window but then but really my my probably my all-time favorite would be Frank's uh, Frank's New House. Frank's New House. Okay. I like that place. Um but I'm more of a dim sum dude, so if I'm going to do something I want to go to HK Cafe. Right. And if I'm going to like order takeout type like mm-hmm. that, I'm going to order it from there cuz I'm like I want yeah. a crap of shumai. Yeah. I want um I want some shrimp fried rice. I want some howdong, and then
2: that's it. Yeah. You just named the places that are it. That's the thing. You're right. I, I, I laughed a little when you said this. We are not a food city.
1: What, what, where do you go get barbecue at? Because that's my, always my question within any Portlander saying, like, I'm like, if you had to in Portland proper, Portland proper, get barbecue. And and it can be whatever kind of okay. type you 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 deem barbecue, but if it doesn't oh. come with a moist towelette, I don't really call it barbecue.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, no. I mean, like honestly, like like I do like Roadrunner Barbecue up on Foster. Okay, okay, and then I like Holy it's, Trinity.
1: Is Foster Portland proper? I mean, it is. It is, but
2: it's not all the way to 82nd though. Like I I find 82nd is the cutoff of
1: Portland. All right, so I take 39th as being the cutoff of ah. That's, I'm like, if I have yeah, to yeah, yeah. leave okay, okay. the city and okay. go to Portland suburbs,
2: yeah, I I don't know, I don't know where I, where to get like proper barbecue. I don't I don't know. I, that's the thing. That's when people say like, Portland's such a food destination. I'm like, no, there's just like nine of us that are making good food.
1: But it's it's world class good food.
2: It's world. No, of course, one hundred percent. It is nothing. It's. It is not. It's not. It's not a knock on the food in portland it's a knock on the size of portland yes you see what i mean like so like okay so like if somebody ripped off somebody else's idea like somebody, say somebody ripped off my idea right mm-hmm. across the, like they just popped up across the street yeah i ran them out mm-hmm. in any other city like in la they'd just be like oh well we'll just go to three silver more lake. blocks down yeah we'll just go to silver lake or like oh oh we'll go to oxnard Portland has is a very limited space.
1: Port, but it even extends past Portland because if yeah. you did something in Portland and then tried to do that same thing in Beaverton, yeah, you 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 might get some calls and stuff yeah. because you 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 messing up someone's yeah, home cause, route. Yeah, because I'm fucking
2: up some. Yeah, because and and that's the thing is Portland is so small because of, and that's why that happens. You know what I mean? Because like. Think about it, like, Thai restaurants are everywhere, right? Everywhere. I right? think Thai we we have more everywhere. strip clubs and
1: Thai restaurants than any right. other city in the world. But
2: just like strip clubs, there's only, like, four owners of all of them. Same thing with, same thing with Thai food, man. There's only, like, well, let's just say, let's see the ratio. Let's just say there's, like, 100 places to eat Thai food. I'd say there's probably, like, 30 owners. Jesus. You see what I mean? You see? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that is a different hustle altogether It's mm-hmm. like, you know like like pho shops you know what i mean people were just like oh dude i go here well i go here this is the best soup ever dude. motherfucker it's all the same family uh, it, you know like when yeah.
1: when ramen started to become like a big thing out mm-hmm. here and everyone started to pop up and norinikus yeah. was like i i to say norinikus was one of the first ones that was like solely doing yeah, yeah, ramen yeah. within their yeah. thing not in combination and then all of a sudden it, it felt like everybody started to pop up and started to do ramen. Yeah. And, and I was like, I get it to a certain extent. Like people feel like they're creating uh, or they're riding the new wave instead of yeah, creating yeah. their own niche. Yeah. And I'm always a dude, create your own niche. Don't ride the wave yeah. because the, ra- the wave will, will come and get you eventually.
2: Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Cream rises
1: to the top. But, but the thing that happened within that situation, I was like, yo, so like everybody's making ramen, dude. I mean- even for asian dishes mm-hmm. there's so many other things even in individual <laughs> cultures that you can be yeah, yeah. a specialty of yeah, yeah. why are you letting th- it, this be it
2: yeah somebody, somebody be the king of shrimp be the king of shrimp <laughs> <laughs> i had this thing i was talking to somebody about ramen and they're like yeah like what's your favorite ramen spot and the first thing popped in my head is like actually i'm an instant ramen guy mm-hmm. you know? but anyways i was talking, i was talking to one of my, somebody from my team and they were just like she, like she straight up told me she's like you know what i don't like ramen like like it was like and this is like when ramen is at the height she was just like ramen's too delicate like i'm not going to sit there and like slurp the broth and the noodles and try to figure out where what i like she's like i like pho. it is dirty it is like i can make it as whatever i want the second that bowl hits mm-hmm. there's probably a thumb in that bowl somewhere that somebody put their thumb in there so they can get it to my table with ramen, I have to use two hands to pick up the bowl, and it's all delicate. She's like, fuck that. Bah. And I was like, you know what? I'm mm-hmm. on your team. I'm on your team. I, I, yeah. I, I, if, if I love I w- bah so much. It's like, so good. It's awesome. so good. If yeah. I if
1: I was ever to be a black guy that opened up a fuzz shop, it ha- it would have to be called Fuck You.
2: There is a fuck you. There <laughs> is? Yeah. <laughs> is it in Portland? Oh, I'm sorry. It's not a fuck. Yeah, it's in Beaverton, actually. It's in Beaverton. I think there's a place called Fuh-Hugh. Y- y- yes, that's, right? and that's how I meant it. But there's another spot called Fuh-Kim. And it's my favorite spot, and I can't wait for them to open. They're up on 82nd. It's actually not that far from H.A. Cafe. Fuh-Kim. But this, is go back, this goes back to what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I went there, and I was like, dude, this is amazing. They had this, like, roasted chicken one with the chicken bones in it and shit, and, like, like hard, like my daughter and I would go there and just hit that spot. I'm like, why is this so good? And then I talked to somebody there and uh they're like, Yeah, like we also pho hung. Mm-hmm. And then we also used to own the pho hung on eighty second when we sold that one and dealt an And I was like, How many of these joints do, does your family own? They're like <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Like shit. Like I've been lied to or like. Yeah, you you've know, you definitely like, you've definitely been lied yeah, to. Yeah, I was just like, but that's how they had like that's how like a lot of Asian businesses roll though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's why there's like that's why like like there's this th- there's this saying like with Korean barbecue restaurants where like like there'd be one uncle in the family that did great barbecue, right? So everybody puts the whole family puts the money in that dude and they buy the building. You know, they buy the real estate and then they build it out, they put like a million dollars in it. Once that uncle hits that seven hundred thousand liquid, he's like, "I'm out, who's next?" and then they'll swap out the owner and maybe chain maybe do a little facelift you know and they and that's how a lot of agents like a lot of Koreans, like built generational wealth with the restaurants
1: do but not only just restaurants; they did that with everything, everything, that they, everything everything. That they own. And everything. I think that that became a stores, yeah. It became a thing of jealousy within the black community, seeing that it's like, yo, you guys are owning these things that, like, not only like mm-hmm. traditionally have either fed our family within a certain way, or you know, or got you all fucked up. Yeah, like they all the liquor, liquor stores. stores. Yep, yeah. and it, it's a thing that it's always funny how white people would only give bank loans to Asian people in black neighborhoods.
2: Yeah, because they knew it was a win. It's like that's so sad. It, it's it, you know what? That's a that's a very very good point. It's so sad, and and I don't know. Like, <laughs> I saw this video. They're like, and uh, I saw this one. This one video clip. They're just like, if there was an Asian kid born in England that has a British accent, then there has to be a white kid. That was born in China with a that, Chinese accent. I right? saw that video. Because How hilarious was that, right? Oh my gosh! But uh, I've never seen this. Please pull this up. Yeah. So basically, yeah. they they found this video of this white kid That's who was awesome. adopted in China and he has a Chinese accent, and there's like everyone's got to think he's an asshole. Yo. Yeah, but they, they think he's asshole. But this is, this is my point. I like growing up in Northern Virginia. A lot, like a lot of my mom's friends owned liquor stores, mm-hmm. but their kids would have to work there, and they kind of lived in the neighborhood too so like you would you'd, you'd have a lot of kids that would speak like super hood yeah you know like they'd be like um like all right lee like what like i went <laughs> to my friend had a class with this other korean kid that grew up in like pg county mm-hmm. and like advanced calculus shit they're like um all right like like paul what's the uh what's 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 the answer to this and be like uh yeah um <clears throat> X would be the uh, coefficient of Y and, um, uh, you know, like, and totally <laughs> speak like he was from the hood. Yeah. But he just didn't know any better. And it's wild because, like, you're right, like, those bank loans would happen. Like, you know, those bank loans would happen fast. And that's why, like, with, like, with my, like when my mom owned a business, like, she wanted to have her own, like, she's a hairdresser. She wanted to have her own shop. Mm-hmm. You know? And she wouldn't, she couldn't get a fucking bank loan. Yeah. You know, like, we'd have to loan within our own communities, you know.
1: And, and that's the thing that is also like, you know, I think is a hard thing that black communities can learn from Asian communities mm-hmm. within now is that it's like the come up mm-hmm. isn't the singular person. No, the it's come the up, generation. The yeah. come up is when you have the, the generational wealth. But when you when you're like, hey, these three people in the neighborhood from these three different families, mm-hmm. they this one family might work it. But these people yeah. get a piece. These people get a piece. Yeah. And then when they when they go and buy their property mm-hmm. and they need a look, then I give some of them and then I get yeah, a piece. Yeah. And it's 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 all of a sudden like this whole entire community is making wealth and everything else, even though it's still segregated amongst the different families. Yeah. And and it's the thing that like I sometimes I just sit down and I'm like, you know what this is, the best way to put it is y'all actually have a Wakanda. Kind of where where we where we are pretending and and trying to make and yada right. yada yada though we do actually still have the richest country or sorry the yeah. richest continent yeah in 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 the world within dealing with this and I, it's
2: yeah i think but i think you know like i think um like uh, to go back to what you were saying like i wonder what it would be what would it take like i thought about this like what would it take for the black and asian community to like Maybe maybe it's happening. We don't know about it, like low key. Maybe low key it's happening. Then like, you know, like like it's like a mob movie thing. Just like all Dude, right, you know, all it is. Guys, it is a movie yeah, thing. All these guys from Atlanta and all these dudes from LA just came up, like from Koreatown. Just like, all right, look, this is how we did this in LA. This is how you got to do it in Atlanta. Dude, you know, like shit like that. Like that,
1: this, this is what it is. And 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 I got and I got it. The moment that everything got fucked up with the Asian community and the Black community mm-hmm. is when they fucking went from making. The Rush Hour movie into making Shanghai Nights. Fuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn, that is so
1: true. They're just like, oh, yo. they had Owen
2: Wilson do it. They, they had know. Owen
1: fucking Wilson come in there. We, we black and Asians were together. We were working out our yeah, differences. All
2: three of them it were was just, good movies, too. But, but
1: they ain't never make another Rush Hour after that. No,
2: they're not. Fuck. See, maybe that's it. Maybe, like... I don't know, man. It's hard. What
1: what it really needs to be is we need to bring the boy bands together. We need to have an Asian and black boy band. And that's what's going to kill the game. Holy because shit. then it, what it, it's going to be. Oh my be, God, you're so right. <laughs> if we, if we take that here yeah. and it blows up here, you know, the black community will start being, recognizing like Asian people in a different way. Being yeah, yeah. Like, Oh yeah. Why is he singing the deep parts? Right. I didn't think that he was going to, you know, the dude that I'm <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. about and boys have been, yeah, that dude, that's an Asian dude. And then when, when they go to, to go on the, you know, the Asian oh, tour shit, of so it. Right. Yeah. And then they're going to be super welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, yeah. you know, there's, the only worst time black people are treated in different countries than in, like, European-type things is in Asian, Asian countries. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, I went to Japan, and I remember everybody being like, yo, you're going to love it. Right, like, right. Like, like, they love Americans. They yeah. love X, Y, and Z. And this is at the point where I didn't fully have dreads. I just had the, yeah, the yeah. little twist. Yeah. And they thought I was, like, Ethiopian. They thought I was, like, from Africa, Africa. Oh, shit. And they treated me like shit really yes Damn. like anyone that like what, was what in the see? know uh this was like ugh, i was i was like 21 so this oh, was okay, like okay, this okay. was a while, a while ago, ago. Yeah, yeah. but it was definitely one of those things where it's just like
0: hmm.
1: like yo bro that's not great and and the best thing is like you know we try to go out at night you can go to regular bars it's that simple yeah, yeah. but i'm a dj and i'm like yo i want to see what the club scene's like yeah, in, yeah. in in japan and it was just like no you got to come in with five girls each and we're like what wait what Damn. do you mean like five girls each you need to come in with them and then uh my boy like later on told us because he had a a friend that worked Mm. within the the night industry (laughs) (laughs) yes yes uh and he and he was basically like oh they mean that you need to go buy or hire five girls to come in with you into the club and i was just
2: like that's a thing it's a thing
1: i'm like we don't just bribe the door dude like no. we do in america no, and no, he's no, like it's a thing. no it's a, thing. it's a thing he's like you're it, still gonna pay
2: and even in that even the business model in that it's all into her like yeah. we'll give you the, we'll give you the number to call yeah that's that's wild that's actually mind-blowing there should be a black and asian boy band that it, is mind-blowing that would be it because i can cause you imagine I the dancing alone oh I mean, this, I mean, like, stadiums would have to get bigger. Like, they'd have to, like, lose some seats just to make that shit happen. I mean, like, it would – oh, my God. Like, my mind's blown if, right if, now. If
1: B2K and, B, and oh, BTS yeah. came together to make yeah, a super boom. Boom. group. <laughs> oh,
2: man. Because, like, there have been collaborations, and I've, I've, I've heard – there's some, like, really dope Asian rappers out there, and I was mm-hmm. like, maybe that's it. Maybe if there's an Asian rapper, that could, like, be the bridge. And then I was like, no, I'm, but you're right. It have to be like a real. It'd be R&B. It be R and B. It it, would it it have to be R and B. Because what what's yeah. eventually
1: going to happen is that I I believe that Chris Brown is going to be like actually my last name isn't Brown my last name is Kim and then it's just going to be like <gasps> he's like yeah. wait he's black and Asian this yeah. whole entire time Holy shit. he's yeah. the Tiger Woods of yeah. the of the R and B game oh my God he beat up Drake
2: <laughs> he beat up Drake <laughs> oh my God <laughs> black and Asian
1: takes over black, black and white.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. dude. You know what? You know what, man? It might be Drake. Drake might be the one to like unify you know, all of
1: it. Yo, dude, don't don't let Drake get with with any like you know, uh, like Korean pop star and no. just destroy just the destroy whole destroy their th- life. Just, yeah. Well, I mean, just like they have a kid and then it's just the most powerful kid of all time. No. <laughs> He's like, the king. he's like, he can't be stopped. He came he from he, he came from the strongest stock of both communities. We can't stop it. <laughs> oh my god, He's soft as shit, but he's hard as hell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's soft as shit, but he knows Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah okay oh, okay, shit. that's true that's, and, that's and the, 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 guess, the best the best thing yeah. about it
1: is he'd be playing celebrity basketball games can't dunk but just sits up here and just gets all the steph curry yeah. threes yeah, all in people's faces all day. just draining them yeah oh, shit. oh that's
2: fucking funny i mean maybe you know like black and
1: asians really did like just holistically that I, I mean just yeah. game together we would be the super race we would be yeah
2: oh 100 we would be we'd be taking shit over i mean oh my god this the it, work it, ethic it, it, and athletic ability—that yeah. <laughs>
1: alone <laughs> on the whole. I like how I said that. athletic ability. I know everyone's going to sit up here and uh, immediately think black people. I'm like, think about that again. Yeah. Think of think of think we of just Lee. any Asian
2: country in the Olympics period. Yeah, we have we have Bruce Lee. Oh, dude, have you ever seen Japanese rugby? Should That's be- a thing. Yeah, like.
0: It's intense. It's intense because like, like or baseball the, too.
2: Yeah, the, the ja- like Japanese rugby players. I mean, they're not going to be like yoked and huge. Mm-hmm. Some of them maybe, but they're attack like tactically. Mm-hmm. They're just like surgical. Yeah, dude, I would be, dude, I would be fucking sucked. But how, we're, how do we invest in this? How do we harness <laughs> yeah. this, dude? Like, how do? Yo, yeah, well, well, basically,
1: we have to do what they did in the Philippines. We got to sit up here and take over a small country and just inject, inject all, inject all <laughs> of one thing. So basically, that's what they're doing in Africa right now, where all like the Chinese banks and stuff are like buying right. all the property. They're just gonna just yeah make a, make a supercontinent.
2: Dude, that'd be fucked up. So that be so so fire be insane. Uh, that would be insane because like I, I like and, and like I like you know, and I, I brought this up earlier, it's mm-hmm. like there is something called racism and otherism that keeps us separate. Mm-hmm. you know, and that sucks and I hate and this goes back to the Asian hate thing is like I I, I wish like I would love it if we just stop focusing on that, but like focusing on like why? like why like who's who's making this? who's pushing us together? Cause of violence, you know what i mean like that's that's the real question like you know like because I think for like every i don't know like i I know a guy in New York, big investment guy, he actually got attacked mm-hmm. he, he got he got sucker punched from behind from a black dude, Damn. what the black dude didn't know is like he owns all the taekwondo schools in Portland, yeah, it was not great, like I think he had to call nine one one for the guy that punched him yeah
1: um- I'm, I'm, secondly, why is anyone like Asian people, aside from black people, is probably the number one people I would not want to randomly attack on the street.
2: No, because it's because of that, it's that model minority stereotype. They Mm -hmm. think we're not going to say anything. They think we're not going to call a cops because we're here illegally. Or like they think, I I, I use this a lot. There's two separate Asian categories Mm -hmm. across all the ages. There's the math Asians and then there's. There's the other ones that just deal in like really fucked up shit. Can can
1: can yeah. I can I say can I say the heroes the horrible stereotype with yeah. this? It it's it's and this is what I was told. You're either jungle Asian or you're white Asian.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. That is actually very fucking accurate. There's never been the merger of the two because both parties won't let it mix. Yo, uh, yeah, yeah. 100 (laughs) (laughs) percent
1: damn damn kevin
2: knows all of it dude i'm
1: telling you i was raised by asian families i know way too much about this shit no it's so true true. this is my best asian family story ever Mm -hmm. it's it's the best so all right so basically was adopted by this asian family uh they're, they're filipino and they invited me over to the christmas party mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know if you know this mm-hmm. but filipinos love to do karaoke oh yeah like yeah. way too fucking much yeah. <laughs> um so we went over to this party they, they set up here and brought out the full pig with the apple in the mouth yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. and then you know had the lumpia and all that different oh, stuff yeah. and uh they start doing karaoke and i'm just like oh word this is great and like some of the uh some of the older kids within the family would do the traditional songs or traditional like Asian songs, yeah, and yeah. some of them would do American songs, but it was mostly Asian songs for that point. And they're like, I'm, I'm the black dude. I'm, the, I'm yeah. the odd man out in this situation. You know black people love R&B, so they were just yeah. like, yo, come on, come come sing a song, sing a song. Yeah. And I'm like looking on the list, and I'm like, I, really, I yeah, don't know any, any of this? these. And, <laughs> and it's definitely like, uh, and this was probably like, <laughs> yo, probably 2007, 2008. Okay. So, all the songs, even at that point, were at least, like, 10 to 15 years old on the sheet. Right,
2: right, right. Like, right, right, nothing right, right. modern right. day yeah. whatsoever at yeah. that point.
1: And yeah. I'm just, like, looking at I'm like, I don't know any of this. And then I see that they have Marvin Gaye, and I'm like, oh, thank God. I know Marvin Gaye yeah, because yeah. Of my mom. And so, all right, we we word, word. They only have one Marvin Gaye song. Right. And it's sexual healing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so... <laughs> i punch in sexual healing and i go to start singing it and i think that everyone's sitting up here just going off like just yeah. being like yeah, yeah good yeah, job
0: yeah. you're doing yeah. great
1: like slapping me on the back and stuff and then i finally like look down at like basically my cousin and i look at my cousin and I'm just like i'm like yeah like i'm killing yeah. it and he's like shut the fuck <laughs> up, what the fuck are you doing and i'm getting the slaps on the back from basically my mom and she, and she's just like shut up and sit the fuck down why are you singing the song yeah. and everyone's like i'm like oh shit and i just stop. but you don't stop in karaoke no no you got so the, the song just keeps going yeah. and i'm just like trying to like pretend like oh i'm eating God. something trying to do anything to get out of the situation Worst thing ever.
2: Oh, that's fucking funny. Yeah, I there I don't know if you know this. It wasn't. There's a um, there's a style of like crooner in Japan, right? It's what's like, a, wait? What's a crooner? A crooner like you, you know like uh like um. He the, 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 like uh like uh, it's like 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 um fuck why am I blanking out on this like um, kind of like a male. Um, the singer just He's like a singer Okay You know, okay. You know what I mean like, like, I think Elvis would be considered Like a crooner, like a crooner Oh okay
1: okay I got you Alright first when you said That I yeah. automatically thought food Right right no no, no 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 I know it sounds like a food
2: But there's a there, There's a dude in Japan Who was raised by his grandmother He's black mm-hmm. But he's like Sings the most traditional Japanese songs Like yeah. Pulls the mic out of the fucking Shit And like Gets it And it's amazing Fucking wish I could remember his name but it's happening like we're we're getting we're getting a lot closer yeah i I I think i think that's i think it's huge i i I think what's gonna happen
1: is that there is a point that instead of Ruben stutter we would have got an asian person and that just would have like ruined it for everybody's like oh shit why do all these women look like mariah carey with black hair (laughs)
2: An army it's, of Mariah Carey's—they're all. You know what I'm talking fuck. about, like this. It's like
1: ethnically yeah. ambiguous. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are yeah.
2: just light enough, but you're yeah. just dark enough.
1: What <laughs> yeah. are you? I
2: love Gucci, but what the fuck is all going right. on here? So yeah.
1: we. This okay. has been the worst interview ever because we haven't oh, really sorry. talked about any of the stuff about you. We've only just talked oh, about no, random no, greatness. No, no. We talked
2: everything about me. Uh, but Believe all me. right, all right. For, first off,
1: mm-hmm. uh, how many spots are you at right now?
2: Oh, um, I have. One Kim Jong Grillin and one. I'm half owner of uh, the sandwich shop, DeMarco's Sandwiches, Okay. which is right next to each other on 46 and Southeast Division.
1: How sad are you that you guys lost the the space right over here, the Pine?
2: Uh, oh, Pine Street. Oh man, you don't know. I actually walked away from that from a long time ago. I walked away from that pre-COVID.
1: Motherfucker, they still had Joe signs up.
2: I walked away from it pre-COVID. <laughs> I, I walked you. away from it, like, two years pre-COVID. It was actually a whole thing. Um, you know what? It's been long enough. I'll tell the story. Okay. So we had Pine Street. Mm-hmm. And like I told you earlier, like, we named it, we tagged at Kim Jong Smokehouse. Right? It was mm-hmm. a merger between BJ Smith and I. Yeah. And then we had, like, 21. Mm-hmm. And then I had my two other carts. I had a cart at 12th and Hawthorne. Um, Fuck that place, too. Um, <laughs> and then And then I had my division cart, right? And, like... In order for me to keep consistency across all four places, I had to find a commissary kitchen to do all the prep. Damn. So I did all the. I mean, I mean, it was a lot of fucking work, dude. It was so much work.
1: I mean, if you subtract four from that, you still. still will. I still, I'm still really close. So,
2: anyways, it was a lot of work, and mm. like you know, like one of the partners, Earl, who has. I think he's, he's the best restaurant tour in town, and he's a Thai guy. Mm-hmm. You know, like he has so many restaurants, and he kills all of them. Yeah. He's awesome. But I'd never seen him because he's so awesome. He's got 12 fucking restaurants, you know? So, 21 happened, and so I'm just sending out prep and invoicing each place, essentially. Yeah. And then what ended up happening was one place wasn't giving me my checks, and one place was 21 once that one place was 21 i was just like well fuck i gotta borrow from the other one to fucking make sure this one stays open okay
1: i can't yeah keep going
2: so when that happened mm-hmm. right all of a sudden it was just like they're just like "Yo, you're putting all your like that prep better not be going to here and there and the other and i was like well that prep has to fucking go from here to there to the other because this one's not fucking paying you, Yeah, you know so eventually, what ended up happening was my actual place, is Kim Jong Grillin was technically paying for 21 to mm-hmm. stay alive. Okay. Now, at this point, we'd have like monthly meetings and stuff. Maybe Earl will show up, maybe he wouldn't. This and that, the other. But I think he only got one side of the story. Maybe he got the whole story. I don't care. Yeah. So what ended up happening was I go to Earl and I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. And I can't work. I can't work like this because like both the other owners, like even. The other owner of 21 was never there. Yeah. And when he was there, it was only like an oh shit situation. Somebody didn't show up and you begrudgingly would have to be there. Yeah. Okay. But I was there every fucking morning. Mm-hmm. I was there like handling damage control and everything. So I got to this point where like, and this was like, this is the beginning of the end of my fucking sanity, which was like, I, I, I live like half an hour away. I fucking drive home. I come home and then my daughter and I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking to my partner and my daughter comes into the kitchen. She's just like, Hey mom hey hon <laughs> and then just like grabs the shit and like rocks like i'm a fucking roommate yeah. you know and i'm like holy shit i'm never seeing my kid and i was like you know what? this sucks and then there's this whole controversy of like yo are you fucking stealing money from pine street to pay for fucking for whatever paying for your carts and i was like no it's fucking 21 asshole <laughs> you know so then what about so there's a gaslighting situation that happened there and then all of a sudden it became this big thing like you're just stealing your profit shares like until you pay it back you know this and like so I gotta pay it back out of my shares then I'm walking I'm out right yeah. so I was like oh is that that's how it is yeah alright I'm out I, I, I wish I could say it like that at the time but at the time you know the way gaslighting works is that like you feel fucking horrible you feel guilty you oh feel yeah like they you make you feel fucking, like you're crazy you feel like you're fucking going insane yeah And I felt that right, and then
1: you get to the point of questioning yourself because you're like, "There's no other way." There's no
2: other way. There's no other options that your brain can do this. And then like it got to the point where like I was like losing my memory. I was so stressed out, right? So then I go to like so then I call call Earl. I'm like, "Hey man, um, we got to sit down." And it's just me and him. And I'm like, "Hey, um, I'm out." Yeah. Like here's a very here's a proposal you just change the name from Kim Jong Smokehouse. What's call it? KJS. (laughs) <laughs> right? And then, then I can still keep Kim John Grillman. Yeah. Right. And then that's it. Separate shirt to say. Yeah. He was totally cool with it. He was totally just like, you know what? That's actually a good idea. Okay. The other partner pushed back this meeting for like three weeks. because he had to go to LA food and wine or whatever, <laughs> or Denver or whatever. And honestly, like if you have to pay to go to these food festivals, like then you weren't invited. Yeah. And they don't take care of your flight or your hotel. Yeah. Bro, you went as a guest. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you're not, you you ain't shit. Because I've been invited to those things. Yeah, and the gift baskets are dope. <laughs> I mean, you get AirPods and shit. It's awesome. I that's not what this dude was doing. So, mm. hold, hold on one yeah. second.
1: Uh, hey, we're gonna we're gonna throw throw up the still. We're gonna take a quick commercial break because I'm about to yeah. l- piss my pants. Yeah. All yeah. right, go, go, go back. Go, go.
2: Yeah. Three hours later, and we're back. Yeah, man. Um, I just I just watched somebody like with the mm-hmm. that's clean the streets. And I just saw one of the yellow signs. <laughs> on, said, I can't unsee it. I can't you fucking can't. unsee it, man. Um but yeah, so like what ended up happening was um the meeting kept getting pushed back on like like how I'm going to exit. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, yeah, just don't change the name. And what would have happened is 21 would have had to like rebrand everything and it would just cost too much money. Yeah. And I asked for a certain amount of money to to leave. Yes. Or whatever and Finally, the meeting happens. We all sit down, and and this is my version of it. I'm sure it's different and whatever. My version of it was, was when I sat down, it was like, well, we already registered the name Kim Jong Smokehouse and um, the logo, and uh, you're know, like you not going to get anything from this. And I was like, uh, oh, okay. Um, oh, give me one second. And I called my lawyer, and I was like, yeah, they they totally, they totally try to register the name. Like they try to register the LLC. Like mm. the fucking super- And He's like, they know you're fucking trademarked, right? And I was like, I don't think they know they tra- that I'm trademarked. Mm-hmm. So I come back. I'm like, hey, you guys know I'm trademarked, right? Like I own the words Kim John <laughs> in the realm of this food and, food and everything else and everything else. Yeah. You know, like, and I also own that cat logo. I have the receipt that I paid for it. Yeah. So then the conversation had to switch from like a licensing thing. Hold, so hold, hold on,
1: hold on, huh? Why why do people do this? Why why is this ever a thing where it's so like? So
2: I think I think this person thought, well, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think BJ thought mm-hmm. that it was gonna be like his retirement fund, you know, like you can probably because it was easy. It, it is easy once you get it down. It's easy, and you can, like, if I wanted to, I could pop up any of these anywhere, you know, mm-hmm. and then just get it done, you know, like, and, and, and that is the valuable part that I learned from the pine street thing mm-hmm. um so I left you know and I left and I was, I was I'm not gonna lie man I was broken I was overweight I my, my brain was sizzled my family life sucked mm-hmm. do I think I need to repair with my cars because I was driving so much you know like it was again another bad spot but i'd come back and i would just look at my food truck and be like damn damn i still got you baby <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> let's get han fixed and so and it took me years man it took me years to like fix all that all that mental shit that happened to me mm-hmm. and that's where like i started going to therapy and it was like and i didn't realize this so, like when i first saw my therapist he's like i was like all right you know we'd have our session you know and you'd be like, alright, cool. He's like, So we'll see you like uh wh- what day you got next week? What day you got next week? And then he's like, Hey, you know, uh, I'm busy next week, like I'll see you in uh, two weeks. You wanna to do a, how about two weeks? To now where I see him once a month. Yeah. I didn't realize like that's a really great progression. Yeah. That you don't have to see him every weekend. And like so I'm a big advocate for mental health. Yeah. And uh and what what I think like I said, like I don't care what anybody's version of that story is. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't fucking steal shit and if I did I wouldn't have just stolen just enough to fucking pay for one place to stay open. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, like come on, like let's just be real. And like honestly, like, and I don't give a fuck about like, I don't care like what chefs out there like or don't like me. You know, Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, it's just like, well, then come punch me in the mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like honestly, honestly, like let's just let's call it spade a spade. If I don't like your food, I'm not gonna eat your place. Yeah. You know, and if you don't like what I have to say, then come talk to me about it. Yeah. That's it. It, It's that's just the realest I can possibly get yeah and so whatever and like so now like i look at it and like now i look at like the growth that has happened since i left those situations and the one thing one of the things i realized like i said earlier like i don't play well with others Mm -hmm. i need like if i own something i fucking own that and the other thing is like my life when my life becomes unmanageable but the bank account's really high that's a really bad sign Mm-hmm. I've never had it where it's, I've never had it like I have it now, where I'm like, I feel privileged. I feel like I have enough money. My bills are paid on time. Yeah. And it's very manageable. I've never had this in my life until very recently. And I'm, I feel like blessed.
1: Uh, I've been in the, the, well, the story that you just told, I've been in into two parts and I won't really get into mm-hmm. either of them, but to say at one point I was working at a bar. And it was one of these and I won't say this person was as much of a colonizer, but they were Mm. definitely trying to they wanted ownership and Mm. they wanted true ownership in the sense of being like I have multifaceted things going on. Right. Like if one domino falls, it doesn't take the rest of them with it. Oh, wow. But in this case, it definitely did. So I was I was the profitable bar. And when I say I was, I literally did the random weekday that was successful, and then Mm -hmm. I did the two weekend days that were successful. Right. And so it was like, literally, I am paying all your bills for all your places. Right. (laughs) He always does this. I don't know if you've seen an episode where he he just comes to the window and sits there, and it's so creepy. It's a little
0: creepy. It's okay. (laughs) And he's still there. I can feel it. I know. I can feel him looking.
1: (laughs) But- basically i'm just gonna put up my yeah. end like this until it goes away um basically uh my one place was playing for three other places and i got, oh yeah oh wow okay so my one yeah. bar which was i can just be yeah. honest about it because dude's dead now uh mike wilson uh he owned tube and yeah then he owned black book and then he owned reture and then he owned satiricon and oh, at shit. one at one point i like it was the thing that I made a, a shit ton of money for his bar, and I right. was asking for adequate pay, right? Not what I deserve, right? Not anything along those lines. I was asking for adequate pay, and it's a thing that's different from I think the DJ game than anything else. If you're a working class DJ, you don't get a raise. There's No, no, such, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. there's no such thing as like that. Yeah, cause, so because
2: what you sign on to mm-hmm? at that rate is what that rate will be. Yeah, because everything life. else. Yeah
1: uh inflates within mm-hmm. the cost of it over the time can, can you shut that curtain so i don't have to see that man when yeah. he starts back around <laughs> um but it, it turns into that's the one thing that then everything else inflates like security costs right. more yeah, everything yeah, else yeah. costs more the bartenders need to raise and it's like my name's on the flyer
2: yeah i make this popular
1: yeah, yeah. and so basically i i dealt with being that and at the end of the day, they ended up having to sell and it went downhill from there. And that's another story for another time. But um, yeah, it was, I felt the pain that yeah. you're going through of being like, not only if I mess up this one thing, everything mm-hmm. else falls like dominoes, but no one else realizes that everybody else gets to have shittier days at their other places right. and still get paid. Right. So yeah.
2: And that's like, and, and again, it's like a testament to like your, to how, you, like what you're doing. You're still DJing. You're still you're still killing it on certain nights, I, you know, like you still have your thing, you know,
1: I, su- I still have my thing. I, I definitely I try to be like what you, what you were saying earlier, like how you're trying to build stuff within your community. Mm-hmm. I try to build stuff within my community. Um, it's just a thing that. My my community treats our game like selling Avon.
2: That sucks. You got to change that.
1: And it, it's, it's a thing that I, I've definitely tried to. I've definitely tried yeah. to talk to individuals about him. Like, yo, like this is how we can play the game. Like, yeah. you know, you have to deal with these bar owners and everything else. Like, here's how we can change it. Let's just rent out venues and just mm-hmm. do events there. Yeah. And then you don't have to deal with these people. And they're like, yeah, but I don't have the money for that. And I was like, yo, I'll front the money. Like, I'll front oh, wow. the money Even and, then. and and, you know, give me the most realistic, like, give me a manager's percentage back. Give me 10% back on my investment, which is shit. Yeah, like, that is shit, yeah, Like, yeah. give me 10% back on my investment, and I'll sit up here and, like, not only help you do these events, but uh, I will sit up here in front of the cash for it. And still, people okay. were just like,
2: oh, that sounds like an education thing. You got to, like... It, really it, you got to really take the, like you have to take the time I, to draw it on a whiteboard i,
1: I i've tried to i it's I've like leading a too. horse to water yeah. I'm, I'm just like yo how how many ways can i show and prove that this formula works yeah. Yeah. and for you not to be dumb about it yeah
2: it's not easy to be the pioneer of a new way of like doing a business because i've never even heard of doing it that's actually that's fucking smart i'm not gonna lie that's a really smart way of doing it because like yeah fuck do like what like I I like because I used to book DJs for different bars and stuff. And I don't I don't know if you remember like the fix. Remember the fix? You don't.
1: Are you kidding me right now?
2: How oh, fuck! You do remember the fix. Okay.
1: Hey Marcy, do you, do you wanna you wanna you wanna explain to this man? What? I was the host of the fix.
2: Do you remember when the fix was in Southeast?
1: When it was at uh, Nightlight. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so I used to work there. Okay.
1: Okay. I wasn't there. I was only at the someday. I
2: worked at the one I worked there and like I remember when they started at Nightlight and it just got too big Mm -hmm. I loved it because I was just a line cook high (laughs) as fucking guy just snort and blow all night just like fuck yeah this money ain't ever gonna stop you know because I'm fucking whatever working but I remember like looking at that that whole thing the fix thing and I was like damn this is tight it's three DJs all the time and the motherfuckers cannot get enough of it like harnessing that like that was like I was like damn like People say Portland's a white city, but damn. Yep. No, dude. You guys definitely did that for the culture. I do remember you were at Someday for the Fix. Yes, I was at Someday for the Fix. Yeah. I wasn't at the
1: Nightlife for the yeah. Fix. In fact, I didn't even know about its existence
2: yeah. until it moved over to the Sunday. Cause
1: I was I was literally twenty-one yeah, 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 when yeah, I joined yeah. it. So
2: cause like when that hap- cause like when that was at the Nightlife, I was like Cause I think Connie was involved when it did and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then like Rev Shines was there and everything. And I just remember just being like, wow, dude, this is like So rad, man, because, like, Portland it really isn't that white. And it was really fucking cool for me to see that. And then, obviously, in your industry, you have way more unsavory DJs than than good DJs. (laughs) Please understand, respectfully, I am giving you recognition that you are not those douchebags. But, yeah, man, that industry, man, like, doing it that way would be smart. I mean, I guess guess that would have to just come down to, like, educating. It's...
1: It's not only educating because I I when I first started one of my events, uh, when basically when we started tribute night, and I and I've done tribute night in like very, at different points in my career, and when mm-hmm. I finally like branded it and made it a thing thing, yeah. um, it was because someone really tried to steal it.
2: Holy shit! Really?
1: Yeah. And so like, uh, you know what you 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 said a story that you were reluctant yeah. to tell. I think it's only fair that I'll yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll very quickly tell this one. So. Basically, the first tribute night we ever did, we did, like, an 80s versus 90s tribute, which isn't the most original thing in the world, but we were like, hey, we're primarily... Oh, yeah, 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 we yeah, did, yeah. We ended up doing it at the Someday, and um, I even remember the poster was the, the dude from Do the Right Thing that gets his yeah, 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 yeah. shoe smudged, he's like, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, that was the first one. The next one we did, we ended up doing uh, the first version of Wayne versus uh, uh, Jay-Z. So Lil Wayne versus Jay-Z, and it was a huge success. It was, like, more of a success than I thought it was ever going to be. And it was literally a joke between me and uh, my DJ partner, uh, Doc Adam. like, Mm -hmm. I guarantee you I could play Lil Wayne all night and no one bat a fucking eye. And he's like, yo, but you can't just do Lil Wayne all night. And then mixed in Jay-Z, I took Lil Wayne, even though I was like, in my heart I was like, Jay-Z would win a battle with Lil Wayne but Lil Wayne's got more current hits.
2: He's got way more current hits. (laughs) And and so I
1: took Lil Wayne. But anyway, so I did that one. And then eventually down the line, we did uh, another one because my homeboy's girlfriend basically was like, yo, uh, I love Beyonce. I never hear Beyonce in the club. I'm like, Beyonce isn't club playable? And she's like, yes, it is. And I'm like, no, it isn't. And she's like, it is. I'm like, I'll prove it to you. I'm going to play five Beyonce's Mm -hmm. back to back. And I did it, and I was like, Motherfucker, why aren't we playing Beyonce in the club? Yeah, dude, seriously. <laughs> and oh so my God. then so then eventually we ended up doing at um at Digapony, we did Beyonce Rihanna, uh, and then we played a bunch of other or, or a bunch of other girl-centered artists mm-hmm. after that. And we did that all night and it was super successful. And the thing that ended up happening was uh Holocene saw that we did this party and They took the other white DJ that was a part of this party, and they yeah, and they booked them to do it. Yeah, they uh, and me, rent money. (laughs) Uh, Okay.
2: Uh, (laughs) She does not even joke. Yeah.
1: So what what ended up happening was they they booked him and his DJ partner to go and play the event, and this is like the third time this has happened between me and these DJs where Mm. someone would be like. Kevin is so successful at said thing. Mm-hmm. We are going to take said thing and make our own version with you two being the, the the pilots of it. So when I played at Tube and Tube was super successful, and the owner owned the bar next door. Yeah. he's like, "Hey, I'm going to hire them to play on your night because we can't fit all the people into the bar, so we might as well have them next door." And I was oh like, "My God!" And and they literally called me up and I'm like, "Hey, this is what the owner just asked us to do," and I'm like, "Why would you ever do that?"
2: Why would you say yes?
1: And and they're just like. Well, that's why we're calling you. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you can do it, but that's fucked up. Like, why would you ever eat off of my plate? And da 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 -da -da. And they're just like, word, we won't do it. And so this situation happened again with Holocene, and they're just like, yeah, man, they're trying to make us do this Beyonce birthday party. I'm like, yo, dudes, we already said that we are going to do this party next month at Dig a Pony. And they're just like, yeah, we know. So do you want to come on and play? And I'm like... Well, it looks like I have no choice. Yeah. And so I went and played it uh, played it with them at Holocene. And eventually what ended up happening once again, Holocene basically, I would say a night mm-hmm. and like an idea. I'm like, hey, let's do Drake versus Kanye. That's yeah. the night that I really want to do. And they were just like, yeah, no, nah, we're not going to worry about that right now. We want to do another one of these parties. And I was just like, oh, all right, cool. And then a month later, they would hit me up and be like, hey, so this other group from out of town is going to come in and do a Drake versus Kanye night. They're looking for a host. Can oh, you, my God. Can you, can you host the night? And so this, this, this went on in forever. And, like, eventually I got my own night, and the thing that ended up happening, and the reason why I'm telling this story mm-hmm. is because I convinced Holocene to give me a night. I'm like, look yeah. at what's going on. Yeah. Realize you're, you're catching up to the wave as I'm, as I'm riding right. the wave. Let's play this yeah. smart. And so...
2: That's t- really big of you. Th-
1: this, is the, this is the thing, though. And this mm-hmm. is the honest-to-God truth. And I, 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 I truly mean this. This is the honest-to-God truth. I sat down at Nongs with mm-hmm. these two DJs, and I was just basically like, hey, we have a golden opportunity right now to continue on these this party. It can be whatever we want to make it. Yeah. And we could tour around the country doing it. Yeah. And we can set this precedent with it. And they're just like yeah that's crazy so like how are we going to involve Holocene and I was just like what do you mean how are we going to involve Holocene <laughs> and they're like right. well well, this was their idea and I was like no it wasn't don't, yeah. don't you remember we literally did this yeah, don't yeah. you remember the phone conversation and, everything? and they're just like yeah we have other parties there and other nights and if we do this party it's going to jeopardize our other nights and I'm like yo man if we put our foot down
2: yeah there's
1: then, nothing that they can say or do to us yeah. we can go somewhere else with these same ideas we can go to another bar with all your other concepts we'll be fine yeah just realize that this is like a, and a, you
2: know what hollison will be fine too wow
1: so so at the end of the day they didn't want to do it right. i ended up booking the parties and they went over like gangbusters and as i was booking them i still hired them to djs dj some of them but you're not my partner anymore. Yeah. I'm hiring. Now
2: you now you're, yeah.
1: And yeah. they, they were just like, we got done with the night and I want, I want to be very, very forthcoming with this. I paid them. Correct. Yeah. Like I, I paid them more than what they were getting paid for other gigs within stuff. Right. 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 And what basically came up was a hint and was just like, yo, where's the rest of my money? And I was just like, what do you mean? Where's the rest of your money? And they're like, this is, like, oh like I know how much money you made. Like, this isn't half. And I'm like.
2: We never negotiated half.
1: I, fuck negotiating half. Yeah. You didn't do half the work. Yeah, it wasn't even. You didn't, ne- you didn't negotiate the night with the club. Oh, my God. You didn't make the flyer. You didn't yeah. do any of the other stuff. You didn't do. I literally made. The, I did everything. And yeah, I was like, yeah. you didn't do this. And they, like, tried to pop off, pop off an attitude with me about it. And at the very end of it, I was just like. I, I, I gave you the opportunity yeah. to join in on something. Yeah. And you were afraid of Massa. Yeah. You were afraid that yeah. you were going to get whipped. Yeah. No, and, 100%. That and, is exactly it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'll take it if that's what it has to be to be free. Yeah. And fr- fr- since that day, I've, I've continued to have those kind of problems with white djs
2: where yeah, where it's a that's thing that's an ultra privileged flex right there that's like no matter what no matter what what
1: i do it's my brand it's my thing yeah. it's my creation i'm inviting you on and it's like where's my half and i'm like that that's, that's not how this works mm, like that's
2: wild there's no neg- i mean like what's wild to me is how how ignorant people get when it comes to like agreements and stuff like that. That's why I like things on paper. That's why mm-hmm. you know, it's, a, it's a complete invention. Because it's set up so these things don't happen. Yeah. And that's, that's that, I mean, like, I'm, sure, I'm sure you're like me, like uh, a handshake and mm-hmm. verbal handshake, that's it. That's the deal. Right, that's the deal. That sucks. That sucks that it's their game. They're the ones that invented the contracts to do these things, and they refuse to do it. A lot of times in business people, like the hardest part, the hardest part is to like jump, right? to jump and do your own thing. Clearly, those guys, you don't want these guys on your team anyways. Believe yeah me. you know like yeah. So it, it,
1: it was it was a heartbreaking moment.
2: That sounds so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was a heartbreaking yeah. moment
1: because it, I, I, I imagine it being like in your sense of being hey, I have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to not franchise this, but open multiple locations. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to do this on my own because Mm -hmm. I know how much work that's going to be. Yeah. But at the same time, you come to realize if you don't do it on your own, and that's the don't. I I don't play well with others either because I'm like, hey, if we build something together, Mm -hmm. that's us together. We built that together. Let's go and do that. If we're doing 50-50 of the work, let's go do that. But- when people are like, "I don't really want to show up," yeah, I'm gonna take my ball home. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, they they're not invested within the thing like you are. Yeah, especially being yeah. any person that's a person of color trying to do this. Yeah, and you do that, and then you have people look at you a different way. Yeah, like just oh, a, the worst. The the fact alone that I was a dude doing a Beyonce party.
2: Yeah.
1: And people trying to demasculate me. Yeah. Until they saw the line around the block and then they're like, oh man, I want to do that. Same thing. When we started doing I did Slay and we did a damn dude. We did a LGBTQ plus and POC party because I had family that was gay, that my family didn't want to tell us that were gay because they were afraid of how we would react. Right. And then as we got older, when I went out with my friends that happened to be gay, they would be like, I don't want to go there, man. It makes me feel mad, uncomfortable to be at that place. And I'm like, right. but we're just going to go hang out, chill, yeah, and get yeah, a yeah. drink, and it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but you don't it's get it. Yeah, and I was just like, no, I do get it because I I know what it's like to go up to the hoity-toity part yeah, of town yeah. and try to go get a drink with my friends, and I don't feel comfortable. And I'm yeah, like, is yeah. the waitress being an asshole to me on purpose? So I made I made, <laughs> I, made I made I made slay for that, yeah, and yeah. I made made it so it's like, yo, we can all together come together to be comfortable. But in that same regard, like, you have people that are like,
2: yeah, they just don't want to do it.
1: They 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 get to that colonizer mindset. Yeah, they
2: get that they get to that Columbus level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They get to that Columbus level like I act as if they had started it or they were there the whole time and you just they just stood there, you know. Like and that's how I felt with this whole thing too. Like that's what I felt with like the, that whole thing was just you know, and, and I found and I found out that like man, I hope I'm not the first one to tell you this, but like, yo, they're all like that. Yep. So how do you? Wh- what kind of moves do you have to make? You just have to make moves on your own, mm-hmm. and you just have to have them follow you, and that's it. You, you know what's
1: always weird, especially because this is this is a black said thing or a, a a thing that white people say to black people that I feel it should be in the exact reverse. He's one of the good ones.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we have to be like like that. We have to be more exclusive to that. We you know? you're like no. Yeah. You're
1: one of the good white yeah. people.
2: Yeah, and reward accordingly. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to sound like it's like a pet thing, but I mean, how many years have we been the fucking pet? Oh. How many fucking years have we been the ones that, like, we get concepts taken from us, and then then they just, then, what, they throw you a bone? I mean, like, if you... If we can go all day on this, mm. but, but at the end of the day... Remember I that, said
1: K-pop tribute night. I, I guarantee you someone's oh. going to be like...
2: We should talk about that more later. <laughs> before, before <the> <laughs> because that is a fucking brilliant idea, and I think it taps into a fucking younger market that I think people just fucking go insane for. But I, again, like, you know, I, I, I don't like having to be this way. You know what I mean? I don't like having to be as exclusive as I as have to jaded. And, as, and, and, and it comes from a place of being jaded. And I try to be like really like equitable in my brain about these things. But like, you know, but, at, at, but with certain things at the, cer- at, at, with certain things, I just won't budge on. I'm just like, not nah, dude, like you remember you fucking me over and then I want you to wake up tomorrow and remember that again, too. You know, like this is why, like I might have this is why I have like a literary agency like representing me. This is why I, I get to do stuff on TV. Now you can't get arrested it's because the moves that you fucking made. No one's fucking heard of you. No one fucking remembers you. And that's how it is. And that's and and that's it, because I, I put in the work you put in the fucking work, you know. And the thing is, you can put in the work, and this becomes that
1: Dear Diary situation where yep. it's like, yo, you can put in the work, but you still might fail. The thing yeah. is, is like, do you choose to get back up? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Do you choose to get back up? And like I said, like the hardest part to do your own thing as an entrepreneur is to make the jump. And then there's a totally different side to it, which is like with the longevity in the game, is do you have the stomach? Do you have mm. the stomach for it? Do you have the stomach to see the rough patches, the weird shit, the. <laughs> <laughs> the bank account that's in negative like $3,000. Do you have that? Oh, you shoot. Have that yeah. Yeah. The credit, bucks, bucks, the credit card debt and everything. credit card el- debt and everything else that you fucking put up. You pay more yeah. interest than the actual
1: bill is. Yeah. And
2: then when you come back, but then when you bounce back, you know, like there's no greater feeling. Mm? No greater feeling from bouncing back and be like, yo, dude, like, I've I conquered I've, it. You know?
1: I've, I've done it six times now. Yeah. yeah. Where someone's like God, actively, yeah. like, and I mean actively. Yeah. tried to take me out and i'm i i came back and yeah. one uh w- the one of the big last ones was definitely like i started touring nationally because i couldn't play in portland anymore
2: that's crazy you toured nationally that's you should be very proud of yourself on that but it, it i i am to a certain degree but it's dirty it is dirty it's, yeah, it's yeah, dirty yeah, yeah, in the sense yeah. of it's
1: like yo i can't go home and play like even yeah. the the reason why we're here in chinatown yeah is is, is a fuck you to a certain individual right. Nice. I mean, I, I, I see no evil, <laughs> uh, but it, w- it was a fuck you to a certain individual because I'm like, you're not going to chase me out. Yeah, and, if, and, and if I can't sit up here and, and play my music and you're trying to silence me, then I'm literally going to make my voice yeah. a presence in this community.
2: Yeah. See, that's awesome. I'll say it. I'm just uh, it, yeah. it's, it's awesome.
1: I'm just a very vengeful person.
2: Yeah, no. I can tell you know what? you know what's really funny. You know it's really funny. Yeah. Now I can tell you were raised by Asians. <laughs> now I can tell. Now it makes all the sense in the world to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Man, Kevin, Kevin definitely Kevin, Kevin could be a Kevin fam. he could be a Kevin Wong, he could be a Kevin Kim. <laughs> you know, I was like, yo, I mean Yeah, yeah. that's all, that's that's but that's but you you know like i said it's not like that you were it's not like you you have that hate in you and you went out and did that this is what the industry did to you yeah and this is what the industry has done to me as well and honestly like when people are just like hey man that's his business like no hey dude you're a fucking dick (laughs) and you turned me this way and now like that now when i flex it's gonna fucking hurt and and, you know that's how it is
1: and i'm gonna say say this i want to know if you you agree and any time that you're becoming any kind of business entrepreneur type person in, mm-hmm. in any regard, it's never the people you don't know that fuck you over. It's always your fucking yep. friends. It's oh, always. 100%. And it's it's a blinding thing of like, because mm-hmm. when you don't know somebody, you, you, you're you like, I don't trust this all the way. I need all yeah. the T's crossed and the dies audit. Yeah. But when you when you do something with your, with your boys, like, oh, no, no, he's got it. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't worry about it. They they, yeah. they got the account code. Everything's yeah. great. Don't worry about it. He'll handle it tomorrow. Yeah. And then then you find out.
2: And then you find out. And that's why, like this, is what, like, this is why, like, I'm a firm believer, and I'll go see a therapist the rest of my life for this, is that, like, those little things, like, I thought I would never have a business partner again, but I do have a business partner now. This mm-hmm. is Ruben DeMarco. We named the sandwich truck after him DeMarco's Sandwiches because he makes awesome sandwiches. But the whole thing is with Ruben and I, we both came from a bottom that was very similar. But the one thing that I love about him, and I think I learned this from him, is like he every morning I see him, he's like, how you doing? You okay? You good about this? You feeling good about this? Mm-hmm. And I'm you know, like, yo, dude, you asked me like nine times. But I'm like, holy shit, dude, thank you so much for asking me nine times. <laughs> you know, like, because when the vision starts to separate, or one sees a pocket that you think, that you didn't catch yeah and they try to fucking like fuck you over you know what i mean but the whole time you're like dude i, I invented this mm-hmm. you know like that's when the disconnect sucks so like with therapy and a lot of that stuff really taught me like communication is the key to all that stuff yeah you know but like also smaller bites you know what i mean smaller bites just like yeah we can do this night together on eleven <laughs> sixteen, <laughs> you know like all right, and then anything after the that, you know, it's whatever. But you know, that's I, that's something that like I've I've really internalized and like really learned to process. And now it's just like a regimented thing. Like even with my team, I don't I keep saying team because I catch myself I never want to call the people that I pay to work my dream. Mm-hmm. I never want to call them my employee like I'm above them. I'm always just like my team, and I always try to communicate with them, you know, because any of those guys can one day just like fucking burn mm. my shit down
1: dude know? i the, the, always the thing that's like i out of like even marcy with him being a part of our team yeah. like it's the thing that i know that the the core group even even you have the you have you have one hip-hop group mm-hmm. in all of time that has stayed together de la soul,
2: de la soul. the
1: only yep. one like, yeah. even we even know the Migos. Migos ain't gonna sit up here in no, no. 10 years from now, still be the Migos. No, no. It's gonna, no, be, no. Offset, <laughs> it's gonna be Offset, uh, Takeoff, take off and Quavo. People
2: are probably gonna be like, what do you mean they all used to wrap together? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause even probably, even, you're right. And even at a certain point in time, they're just like, oh, isn't that a Quavo? Isn't that Quavo song? Yeah. 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 I want
1: it to be, at the end of it, it to be like the Mickey Mouse Club, where it's just yeah. like, Oh, yo, they used to do stuff together, mm-hmm. but this person's successful, but this person's yeah. successful. And they all have their their singular identity of what they are as yeah. a person over here. Separate even from the thing that that they yeah, once did. And
2: that's that is that's fair. And, but it, it's you know? a thing of
1: being like Having the vision of seeing someone's potential before it's actually realized and yeah. not stopping them from their growth, yeah. if the greatest thing that someone ever does is something that is off of your back mm-hmm. yeah. then then you you didn't do your job and yeah. then you didn't give them enough for them to right. be able to find their greatness yeah and
2: you didn't you didn't like you know this is like what I tell my team too it's like let me help like help me understand how to help you better, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, cause I've I've had a few, I've had a few people that come through and like, you know, like they're so talented and I'm just like, so what do you want? Where do you want to go from here? Mm -hmm. You know, like, you're not fired. but I won't say as long as you want. Mm -hmm. Give me, give me like, like how can I help you? Like with your next thing? Yeah, You know? And I love doing that. Cause you you see, cause you know,
1: the potential if they're able to get you and your dream to X, yeah, then what would they be able to do? with their dream next and that's and that's why i'm like yo like i'm i'm really right now i'm 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 trying to be an owner more so than i already am within stuff and i'm I'm definitely trying to like talk to my like my peers and stuff i'm like yo what's your retirement plan yeah
2: yeah yeah because we're at that we're there that's where we're at now you know it's like like, if you
1: don't have a retirement plan now mm -hmm. in 15 years from now 15 years from now i'll be 50 yeah and it's like what am i am i gonna be the 50 year old dj <laughs> da, 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 da he's yeah. like you know i can still look real good and charming on this yeah, bike yeah. in 50 years yeah but, but the thing
2: is like you know like i think and to my with my industry too like i think people were really quick to call themselves chef mm-hmm. you know and like i i hate i hate being called that to be honest with you because like i think a big part about being a chef by definition is that you spawned a, other talent you spawned other talent like one of the guys that comes to mind Vito v- Vitaly P- Paley mm-hmm. like every he spawned so many people that opened their own thing that was very successful yeah he's also spawned some people that didn't but like that's me as a chef you know that that's me is like that's where I'm at you yeah. know so that that's how I see it so no that's nuts um
1: yeah. so you're one of the the guests that falls in this very special category Oh, it's um where we didn't actually do the show oh
2: that's cool no no i I love this This
1: no 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 so so usually what happens within this stuff is that uh when we do this show initially we have like the whole entire segment list or whatever Mm -hmm. else and when we have a guest that does the interview portion the interview portion goes all the way through that we're just like that was a solid ass interview
2: awesome so
1: so uh and not that the guests that show up that don't get mm-hmm. to that point it's just usually it's, it's the thing that we're like oh and this perfectly segues ways into yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, um but I, I I would say one uh I'm forcing you to come back.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Whatever. Um This is so much fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh
1: secondly, um I, I think I think you need to to grab something in hand to me. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That all right. All right, all
2: right. All right. I got this is actually, this is the fundraiser shirt that I did. And I, you probably know legendarily. Right there. You know legendarily about this story, right? About how I got trolled.
1: Oh, no, please tell me this.
2: Okay, so see how it says terrible, terrible, terrible? Mm-hmm. And in Korean it says nappun, 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 which means bad, bad, bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So during the pandemic when I reopened, <clears throat> I found this note. Or I got a message, I got a, like a, a, a Facebook message that said like, Hey, um you, throw right there, you right there. need to like you need to post your hours on your voicemail, this and that. I'm like, okay. And why they, do people never know
1: how to ask for things
2: I have no idea. And then they go on this diatribe of like, okay, I understand that this is during the pandemic and times are rough. But you need to post your hours. You ruined my meal plan like twice this week already. This privileged ass motherfucker. And I was like, Putting you on blast, dude. Sorry. This is it. This is it. So yeah. I did, and the fact that he and it's t- in the end he wrote, "I'm gonna tell my friends on 46th Street, 47th Street, 48th Street." You just, it's just terrible, terrible, terrible. And everybody on Instagram latched onto the terrible, terrible, terrible <laughs> thing, and the <laughs> and the meal planning thing, mm-hmm. right? So I was, so I started doing things like fuck your meal plan. This that. All right. Fast forward a year later, a year later, the exact same day I got that message, it popped up as a memory. Mm-hmm. The electricity went out in my in my food cart, yeah. so I had to close that day. And I was like, "How coincidental is this?" <laughs> so I was like, "You know what?" I, and I put it out there. I was like, "You know what, guys?" Like, I, I should have made have shirts made. Was, and this is when I started holding my own things for hostage on Instagram. As well. I was like, "If this post gets a thousand fucking hit, a thousand likes. This post gets a thousand likes, I will commemorate this whole situation with a t shirt. I will pay money down to get a t shirt made, and then." All this, all the profit sales from this T-shirt, I'm yeah. only going to get so many made. I will donate to two different AAPI, um, AAPI um, organizations. Mm-hmm. Right? What nobody knows is, I know the identity of the person that wrote this, <laughs> and this person is um, is of, uh, from the gay community. Yeah. Right. So the two AAPI <laughs> um, charities I picked were specialized in. LGBTQ, (laughs) just as a fucking, just a turn of the knife, And it's a complete, like, it was great. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'll go broke making these shirts. So (laughs) I sold a lot of these shirts, but Mm -hmm. I didn't realize I had a lot left. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a few left, but
1: I'm not reprinting these. Uh, uh, I can't wait. I'm going to be honest. You out of the uh merch game within stuff i i would say especially in restaurateurs uh you kill the game oh thank you so much you, yeah that's you, all ty-
2: that's all my designer ty palmer dude yeah it, awesome it,
1: it, it's so good uh yeah. all right so quickly we're going to do uh two two segments okay. um one is uh grind your beans so what you're going to do is you're going to look into okay. this camera and you're going to basically you've seen it but you know yeah for for the people to know uh grind your beans is basically where we throw out anything that's annoying us uh ticking you off or whatever and and said time period and uh you just let people know what's grinding your beans so other people can also rant along with you
2: Okay. (laughs) all right what grinds my beans these days is that literally a year ago you guys were like Save restaurants. Oh my gosh. My favorite restaurant closed because of COVID. Only one year later, do you guys start complaining at us about the littlest things like wearing an outdoor mask because of the outdoor mask mandate or like you're out of food. Geez. I don't know. Maybe because of shipping delays, I can't get boxes to put those foods in. How are we so understanding a year ago to today? Now you guys all became entitled brats all over again. <laughs> grinds my beans. <laughs> um,
1: I, I, you know what? I should have asked you more about Yelp reviews because I know that you have a whole, a whole yeah. thing about Yelp reviews. I stopped, we'll, I stopped, I stopped reading them. Okay. Yeah. uh, uh we'll, we'll talk about that next time. All right. So uh, what's grinding my beans? I had one earlier. I guess. You know what? What well, grinds my beans And we touched on this earlier. Mm -hmm. What grinds my beans is that when people are supposed to be on your team, supposed to have Mm. your back, that you that you put the blood, sweat, and tears, and you're like, yo, this is going to be the greatest team of all. You realize you're in New Jack City and you're working with Nino Brown. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's the thing that drives me nuts I'm like yo Just be loyal Just wait a little bit Let us yeah. get to this point And then be like Hey yo I'm gonna buy you out Buy me out Don't don't stab me in the back Buy me out That That is that is what grinds my brain Ronan is for <laughs> sale y'all There's a price There's a price
2: For There's all this There's a price you could, you could take 100%. it 100% You
1: know funny Funny thing is I had someone try to uh, Have me buy buy them out And I was like what What do you mean and they're just like uh you, you know just just uh just just buy me out and i'm like but i do everything <laughs> and they're just like no 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 but like you know like this came together as a partnership and i was just like you do realize i'm partnering your business too right yeah and there's like wait what no but like but like you but you left you you did i'm like yeah i left yeah like a friend would
2: Yeah I'm out
1: You want me to But you want me to buy you I was like Alright so how much You want me to buy you out for And they threw, They threw up like They threw up the Steph Curry Like oh yo You just oh, set up wow. here And like yeah I was just like I don't make that much money Yeah Dude, what <laughs> You the know fuck I take the compliment That you think I have That much money
2: Right But yeah People's value systems Are all over the place man People don't understand Like when people People used to not understand The value of a dollar People just don't understand Value now Yeah Like at all
1: and and i would say my my second grind grind your beans on that would be uh just how everything has to go up in price and always it's it's always the the minimum wage gets up to being like and now you have a living minimum wage and you guys actually said this yeah. earlier where it's like and now uh uh what what was a 39 cent cheeseburger is $4 yeah and it's just like so yeah, your, your living wage You're, isn't living, and when we have to pay the the lowest person on the totem pole of a of a, a part time thing like twenty five dollars as an yeah. incentive just to come to work, just to show up, I'm like, I never in my career of having a regular
2: ass job ever got even, not even close, not even close. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a line that um, Money Bag has in one of one of, one of his lines is. I'm the same. I'm the same person that made minimum wage, and I I wake up every morning remembering like, dude, I used to I used to roast turkey or roast chickens for Boston Market. If y'all remember that, uh, I remember Boston for Market. Five twenty five an hour, and I mean like, if they had a whip in their hand, they would have definitely used it. <laughs> it was not easy work. Uh, do our, we're all right.
1: So we're gonna finish up. Can you just go to the Sounds About White and you can just randomly pick one of those videos and we're gonna laugh at it and that's gonna be the oh, end yeah, of this right. episode. Because Sounds About White is awesome. <laughs> Dude, Sounds About White. Yes. Not, I. I <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's go. Uh, this, yeah, I, 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 I enjoy this show too much. Sometimes I'm just like, maybe it's this is a dope show, man. It's it's not a DJ retirement plan. Maybe this is just like no. the plan. All right. Oh, let me turn. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, that's All way right, too loud. Yeah. Uh, touch the screen once. This is always the fun part of of whatever this system is with the iPad. Yeah, it's not.
2: It's not. iOS she draping herself in a Trump flag?
0: Do you have permission
2: to record me? So check out this Karen in an airport that's obviously there to cause problems. Are you recording Are you recording me? Are you reco- Do you have permission to
0: record
2: me? Why is she draping herself in a Trump flag? Do you have permission to record me? So this literally happened yesterday. This is my favorite thing about it people me? that you never see this. Oh, no. Do you have permission to record me? I don't care. <laughs> 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 Instant justice.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you didn't hear that, the officer came up is the woman we kept yelling at. You don't have per- uh, permission to record me, and then is. and then they came back. The Officer's like, and you don't have permission to slap <laughs> <That> people. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is that um, is amazing. That that is our that that is our sound. Oh oh oh! I forgot about this one. Oh, okay, we can do this one too real quick. Oh, this is, it's, it's nine minutes long though. All right.
2: I uh, uh, oh, love that mask.
1: Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: just love seeing
2: see <laughs> Karens get trolled with that mask. Prank never gets over.
0: Our next mask. Karen video is a Kevin Excuse matching me, what? Karen's what? energy. Oh, oh,
2: my job. Classic. No, your job is I am to doing be a principal. Do
0: we go here? My no. job is to get no. you off
2: the campus. This is the no, place that's of a business. Job, your that is job. You're principal. My job. You know what? Get off the campus! Quit yelling at me! Get off the campus!
0: Oh, oh! I gotta I say think, Some of the best right, Karen right. videos There's, Are think, interactions white between Skateboarders sca- are the
2: anti-Karens They're the only ones That is it, it, the most accurate thing They're I the only ones that can do it They're the only ones that can disarm Karens real fast They just oh. laugh at them it's that's because
1: it. it's own, white skateboarders. Their moms are Karens. So whenever yeah. you
2: hear a black comedian yeah. that's
1: doing the whole entire like, "Yo, he back talks his mom at the house. Like, no, yeah. mom, you do the yeah. fucking dishes." Yeah, yeah.
2: They're the only. They're, they're, that's a, that's the Karen Kryptonite right there. Like, fuck, you sound like my son. Like, but yeah.
1: that that also, and I can I can say this because my partner is white. That will yeah. be the downfall of our, of black children. Is oh. that they will slowly they'll think Holy they'll have shit, the privilege so right. yeah. and they won't have. Yeah, it. they won't
2: have it though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like having a gun
1: day. and thinking that you got bullets in it but forgetting yeah. that you left the clip at home yeah like, what did you say <laughs> oh fuck, shit yeah. my oh
2: dude um yeah thank you so much for having me yeah this is so much fun i can't wait to come back it it, it. make me next maybe next time we can have um maybe we can have ian up in here for we the
1: can have we can have ian but since you since you're here mm-hmm. i'm gonna uh you you're your honorary drip <gasps> member oh shit thank you those are very rare in the world right now the the morning drip pen um, so you enjoy that I I, I love I, I, I love and I appreciate you it's a little warm thank for being in my no, pocket no <laughs> no it makes it that much more special <laughs> it makes it that much more special alright well this has been uh, another episode of your morning drip before we go can you mm-hmm. please tell people where they
2: can find you and all the great stuff you can uh, find me on socials at Kim Jong Grillin, and then you can also find Kim Jong Grillin at 46th and Southeast Division Right next to DeMarco's sandwiches. Yeah. Thank uh, you. I, I am your host, Running Rock. This is your
1: host, Han Lee Huang. CIA. Hey, Ian, you got replaced.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh, yo, maybe we should do a different show. Maybe that's what'll be. That maybe that's the beginning of I, our I, of our Asian gotta, black boy band.
1: Uh, all we gotta do is change this background, and, it, and it, that's it. All right, all right. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right uh, so once again, this is your morning drip. Make sure to follow us on. YourMorningDrip.com on Your Morning Drip on all social media platforms. Uh, we are a podcast, but only on YouTube right now because I'm an asshole. But do us a huge favor: subscribe, hit that notification bell, also like and comment. Tell us what some like you know dope stories that you want to hear us talk about are. And uh, yeah, this is what what what's what's today's date? It's the twenty fourth. The twenty. It, this is Wednesday, the twenty fourth. Uh, Happy uh, Indigenous People Day because uh, fuck Thanksgiving and all the colonizers. We out of here. Peace.
2: (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Man, thank you.